pencil. In today's society, there are very few places where you can still be yourself, and the freedom of expression actually exists. Page 108, paragraph 3, no joke dealing with flatulence, excretion, urination, ejaculation, or other bodily functions. Oh, wow. Until now. You sound hot as hell and I listen to you every night. You son of a bitch. You make me sad before I go to sleep. You're going down, sister! Who is sir? Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout, where real people with fake names and invisible faces read the ultimate in reality radio. You can live through us. Um, it's just too bad that you can't sniff our fingers through the radio. El Jefe's Hideout on Washington's 106.7 WJFK. Mi gente! Woo! Let's do this damn thing. Welcome! It's a Saturday night on 106.7 WJFK and El Jefe's Hideout. My name is El Jefe, and across from me, my best friend in the whole wide world, and I mean this, there's no one else I'd rather give oral to or have sleep on my couch than Mr. J-Dubs. Why, thank you. Thank you. How you doing? Is it just me or is our uh, circle of friends getting smaller every week? That's why you're my best friend. <laughs> you're the only one who won't leave me. Uh, if you want to participate with the show this evening, and we have an outstanding show lined up for you on this Saturday night, phone numbers you will need, 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067 for those of you living in the district. And we love to hear from those of you in Southeast. Our show depends on you guys. Also... AOL for Broadband Instant Messaging is a favorite as AOL for Broadband is our content partner. We hooked that up with JFKL Hefe. That's E L J E F E. And spell it the exact same way when you use the AOL for Broadband for going to LHefe.tk, our wonderful website put together by our buddy JD, who dubs. I don't know, this is a little surprise for you. JD coming to hang out for a segment tonight. Wow. Yeah. That is a surprise. He's in the middle of moving down to Virginia Beach, and he wanted to come hang out one last time before he gets down there. Should we uh, have uh, the JD Tommy, um, like, almost dating thing? Because I, I think they should really get together. I think they'd make a really cute couple. JD and Tommy? What yeah. did you say? Oh, Tommy the Help, by the way, is here taking your phone calls whenever yeah. you do give us a ring up. All right. Well, maybe. They're, they're both. I know, I know they're both kind of closet. But I think we can get him to come out tonight. Why would you say they're closet? Uh, JD's the kind of guy, he looks very Italian. I think he is Italian. The kind of guy that has like a fake tan, always like pimped up with like the slick hair and stuff like that. And Tommy is like a gym rat. The guy that's always in the gym, like doing bench presses, saying, "I'm not king, I'm not king." And then in the, in the, in the locker room afterwards, just kind of flexing his muscles in the in the mirror. You know, it's so funny you say. Talking it back. <laughs> Listen to this. So Tommy, I'm always I aming Tommy because I'm always on this instant messenger. I love it. And whenever Tommy says something funny on the IM, you know how you put things in quotation marks. What he'll do? It's so funny you say this. In quotation marks, he puts flexing muscles. LOL, that's great. LOL, flexing muscles, like he did something great. He's back there at call screen right now. Um, again, 800-636-1067, So Dubs and I went to go get our pregame burrito before doing the show tonight. We were over at Baja Fresh over by the Fair Oaks Mall. Yeah. And this kid comes up. 
And he looked like uh, like a uh, like a seventies Ramon wannabe. He looked like a seventies punk wannabe. Like some forty one. Whoever the lead singer yeah. is for some forty one, he looked like some forty one. So he walks up to us, and he's got the the the, the wristbands that have the spikes and yeah. like the collar. He came into the party like his name is El Nino. He he looks like he should be working over at Tower Records. Okay, so he's getting yeah, looking looking down on you for buying the Clay Aiken disc. That kind of like. that kind of person who's in who goes downtown, I guess, to the 9:30 Club and and uh, maybe during Goth Night or something. Just that dude. Okay, spiky hair the whole bit. So he comes up and he's like, uh, "You guys 21?" And you know what you know what questions following that question, you know? Well. Honestly, this is what I'm thinking. He came up to us because he follows us out of Baja Fresh as we're leaving. And so he's like, hey, you guys 21? And I noticed they were just sitting there not eating a thing. I think they might have been scouting the whole time. So he comes up, and I'm thinking, this guy, A, I'm thinking he's hitting on us. Because a lot of guys that have that look, again, you'll find no other champion for gay rights more than me. But I'm thinking, are you 21? Can you get us a hotel room so we can go hang out for the night? No, he's like, why would you think that? Why would you think they're looking for a hotel room to queer off in? I don't know. That's what I'm just thinking. That's, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I'm thinking he wants to hit on us. Instead, <laughs> instead, Dubs, see, this is what's going through my mind. In your mind, you knew immediately what he was going for. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to gay off with me. I thought he was, you know, wanting some alcohol, like I, when I was a kid. All right. I would never actually approach someone I never, I didn't know and ask them to buy me booze, but I know some people are like that. Oh, I'm like that. I'm telling you this. Growing up in Dallas, Texas, in Grand Prairie, Texas, where I went to South Grand Prairie High School, what we would do on those nights when we knew we just wanted to get S-faced is we would drive down to Oak Cliff. And Oak Cliff is the equivalent of Southeast, where it's just not the it's not the greatest neighborhood in the world, and so what we would do is drive in my 90, 93 Jeep Wrangler top down, a bunch of rich preppy kids coming from the burbs, and go up, and instead of targeting young cool people, we would target bums. Yeah, bums are the best people to go to. We would slap the bum five bucks, and tell him if you go in and get us the Mad Dog twenty twenty for two ninety eight, you can have the change. And the guy was like, all right, thank you, man. And he'd run right in, and he'd get the Mad Dog 2020, and we were off to our party that night. Yeah, that's the best way to go. Me, I didn't have to go that far. My mom bought for me. Did she really? Yeah, but she was kind of mom. All right, you guys drink here. You can, uh, If you guys drink here, I'll buy it for you. Now, I tell this story all the time about Craig's mom. Craig, the, the Craig's mom would have these parties for all of us in high school, uh, junior year, senior year, we'd, she'd have these parties. She'd have porno playing in every single television, long dong silver, and everybody wanted to go over to Craig's mom's house and bang her. Please tell me that your mom wasn't like that. She wasn't like that, but I can't believe I'm going to admit to this. Come on. <sighs> all right. One time my, my mom did do this for us, and she went to bed. And we were just searching through tapes, looking for something. No. <laughs> we pop in a tape. It's my mom's boyfriend, you know, walking around with the camera, walks into the bathroom. I just, I guess my mom could have, must have heard the tape playing, because she gets up out of the bed like a, like a goddamn bullet, 
runs for the TV, turns it off, grabs the tape, and runs back. Are you kidding? No, so I think my mom had a homemade porno. With gel with mullet Joe? With mullet Joe. Oh wow. <laughs> I can't believe I, I totally forgot about that until you brought that story up and with the the whole drinking thing, it totally brought it back to me. How did that make you feel knowing that not you didn't see anything? I didn't see anything. Now was it like the Tommy Lee and Pamela video where Mullet Joe's walking around and he's like steering things yeah. using his member? No, not it wasn't D Cam. Uh. It, it was more of, you know, like, I don't think my mom actually knew that this was going to happen, but I think it happened anyway, you know, like he, like he was surprising her with the with the camcorder. And, and we had the big RCA, big gray, like, you know, like you see video crews. With, like you had to put over your shoulder yeah, and stuff. The, the, cha the Channel 7 news crew. That's what it was. And I can just picture Mullet Joe carrying this thing around naked, you know. <laughs> And then walking in on my mom, just swinging around, you know. Wow, brother. And this is in Fowlerville, Michigan. And remind everybody about your, um, I guess he wasn't really your stepdad, but your step-boyfriend or I, something or other? Well, they were together for ten years, my mom's uh, boyfriend. And they had a kid together. He has a mullet about to the middle of his back. My mom dated him for ten years, held a job. Accumulatively for three months out of that ten years. I'm not exaggerating that. Didn't he used to collect stuff? Collect anything. He was a pa he was a pack rat. He used to, we used to have our whole backyard was full of appliances with shotgun holsters because he'd go outside and do uh, target practice with it. And also, this was the crown jewel. This is what made his kingdom. He had an LTD. You know what an LTD is? Well, no. A car. It's a kind of a smaller compact car. It's a four door car but not a sedan. Okay. He had one of those jacked up on top of a blazer frame with big monster tires on it. <laughs> Your mom knows how to pick winners, doesn't she? She really does. Wow, man. She, she's dating another guy with a mullet, but it's more of a mini truck mullet. Have you seen that show, The Mullets, yet? No. I've seen it on, and I meant to watch it. I heard it's actually not too bad. I heard the promos for it, but I never, like, they were playing it too early for it. They, I didn't hear any of them saying, tonight, watch the mullets. You know, the only really disturbing thing I, I can recall with my mom having sex, other than when I held her vibrator in my hands, that was a complete accident, by the way. So I remember one time being a little when, kid. It went between your butt cheeks. <laughs> it wasn't an accident. I remember as a little kid, it was around Christmas time, and the door was closed, and my stepfather and my mother were in the room, and I heard these noises. And it was like, oh, come on, one more, one more. One more. And so I, I, I hear this, and I'm sa standing outside with my stepbrother, AJ. One more for a champion. One more for a champion. With AJ, who we had on the show last week, and I, like, pushed him away because he's younger than me, and I didn't want him to hear this. And I swear to you, just the thought of my mother getting nailed made me sick to my stomach. I mean, I literally wanted to throw up. Turns out, open the door, you know, later on, and they were doing sit-ups. <laughs> they, they were, like, holding each other's feet. And my, you've seen my mom. My mom look, looks like a Latina Roseanne. And so she's like a big, fat glob of a lady. I love when people try to work out just for one day, too. And they do sit-ups. Like, that's going to get their heart rate going enough to lose weight. <laughs> and they don't even do sit-ups correctly, usually, when they do that. Funny you talk about uh, friends hearing or uh, other people hearing your parents have sex. I was over at Bike Curious BJ's house before, and we heard, like, his mom and dad were breaking up. So they were sleeping in separate rooms, except for this one night. 
when uh, when Rue must have got trashed. <laughs> Who's Rue? BJ's mom. Okay. We call her Rue. All right. But by the way, big by curious BJ is our sports analyst. We're, yeah. we're hoping to hear from him around ten o'clock this evening. As last week, he promised us he was going to have somebody guaranteed from, it from the Fowlerville gladiator football team to be on this show so we'll see what happens at 10 o'clock i'm already ready to be disappointed so rue gets excited rue gets excited because she's all drunk and we just hear oh bob oh bob oh rue oh rue And then it was over. And then we just see his dad walk down in whitey tighties and grab a bush light and go back up. <laughs> it was one of the funniest damn things. <laughs> How long do you think it lasted? It was it was probably about two minutes. Two minutes of complete bi-curious BJ parent love. You know what? It's so funny. I don't know why all this is coming back to me now. All right, so I was thinking about it. And oddly enough, I was thinking about it while I was at the gym. You talk about having sex for two minutes i was thinking about it for some reason i've been in a real dry spell since the divorce and i've had a sex for a total of literally what was it ninety seven seconds plus fifty two seconds it was somewhere in the neighborhood of like i don't know what is that two and a half minutes or so that's that's how long i've had sex this year the year two thousand three and so i was thinking i have a real problem with holding out and I was sitting there, actually, you know, whenever you're at the gym and you work your calves and you sit on the thing and you release a little lever and you, you push up with your calves and you're working out your calves. Yeah. Some reason I'm sitting there and you know how you grasp it and you hold it and you're pushing your calves and it really almost is like you get into the flow like you're, you know, like you got a girl sitting on you. Did you pop up? And you're sitting on the couch and you're doing it. Well, no, I like to do 25 of those. So I'm thinking next time I'm lucky enough to have sex, I'm going to count each stroke. And I'm going to start going by strokes as opposed to minutes. Now, the reason is I do four sets of 25. So I'm thinking if I'm looking at sex like it's working out, you know what I mean? So I'm sitting here and I get 25 strokes in, okay? That's the most unhealthy <laughs> way to look at sex. And then I stop. I stop because I usually give myself between 30 and 45 seconds. To like you know, so you're talking rebuild. You're talking about stopping during sex. Yes, you because you got to have the recovery time whenever you're working out. So here I am. I'm going to do 25 strokes, rest for 30 seconds, and then go with another 25 strokes. If I can do four sets of 25 strokes, <laughs> I'm going to be proud of myself because more than likely I'm going to hit the five minute mark. What do you think? I think that's the most retarded thing I've ever heard. Why would you count? I mean, you're, you're, of course you're going to go five minutes because you aren't thinking of sex. You're thinking of working out. Well, i got to do something. Unless you're Tommy, that ain't going to do it. i got to do something because it's to the point now where I'm having nothing happen. As far as, you know, I get in, I get out, three-stroke, I'm out rule. It's just like baseball. One, two, three, you're out. And I've got to do something to prolong, so I'm thinking, why not look at it? Because I'm an avid. I've really hit the gym. I look at the gym, and I can see maybe I can translate this to my sexual life. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. By the way, speaking of uh, this having sex thing, Dubs, I want you to know that it was exactly eight years ago this coming Monday 
that I lost my virginity. Really? You actually know the day? October 6th, in 1995. Like, can I tell you why I know the day? Why? Because it was actually my girlfriend at the time's birthday. And, <laughs> and I didn't. It was her birthday. It was homecoming. I took her to homecoming and then had sex with a different girl that night. That's why October 6th, 1995, is a day that will live in infamy in Al Jefe's life. Now, did she was she willing to give up the cake snack, or or you on someone else? No, 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 no. She was a tease. 13 months. I'd, I'd, remember the Dooney purses? Remember do I don't know about in Fowlerville, but they had these Dooney purses that were, every girl wanted them back in the, I guess, the mid-90s. $300 purses. I bought this chick $300 purses. I'd take her oh. to fancy meals. 13 months I waited because she had this big J-Lo ass, man. I mean, it was Where did picking. you get the money? Parents. Parents' credit cards. And, <laughs> and they didn't have a problem with you spending $1,300 or what? Or no, how much? $300. How many times do you think you spent that much money? God damn, bro. Now that you put it that way, I guarantee you I spent at least two grand on this chick Jeez. over the 13 months. Between birthdays and doing purses and going out to eat and uh, baseball and basketball games, the whole thing. You see, I've gotten more out of giving a girl a ham sandwich and you got... Giving all these girls all these elaborate gifts. But you got game, though, dog. I mean, look at me. Am I going to have any type of game? Tell, uh, uh, trust me. When you're giving girls ham sandwiches, you don't need a game. Ham sandwiches for H.J. Yes. So, anyway, I was just thinking about that, this little time to reminisce, because I forget, man. It's Saturday night. It's 8.20 on a Saturday night, and you got all these, all these kids under 21 years old, like, looking, hanging out at Baja Fresh to try to find someone who looks hip, Someone who looks cool to buy them alcohol. Now, Dubs, what was our response to some 41 who came up to us asking for alcohol? We aren't into that. That's what I said. I'm not into it. Now, see, I would have said the same thing if they were asking about going back to a hotel room. <laughs> I, somehow I doubt that if that's what your mindset was, that they were going to ask. Well, you never know. Um, but that's what that was. So, you know, good luck. I don't encourage buying alcohol for those under 21. But we all did it. We all did it. We all did it probably starting around the age of 15. And in college, that's why you join a frat. That's the best reason to either join a frat or um, or end up, you know, getting into some organization where you can meet people that are over 21 years old. So 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. And for some reason, my computer is going on the fritz. What is this? Um, somebody's typing something up. How did they break into this computer? And oh, is that Wendell? Is Wendell here? I had no idea. Hey, Wendell, I I wanted to ask you this before. Can you help me move? I need to get a couch over my house. Okay, let's see here. Let's go to Cheeseface. Cheeseface, welcome into Al Hefe's hideout on one hundred six point seven WJFK. You there, Cheeseface? Oh, wait, hold on. Dubs has to put up the control. Text and strokes, and I thought I'd share one of my oddball... Oh, repeat that, repeat that, repeat that. You were talking about sex and strokes, and I thought I'd share with you one of my oddball theoretical ideas for machine. Yeah, go ahead. So you hook a motor up and you pull it to the ceiling, and you wear a special belt that goes around to the motor, and then on the belt is some springs that you'd hook to the bed, and you'd adjust the tension in the motor, so as it pulls you up... About eight inches of springs would slam you back down. 
So you can go like at hundreds of strokes a minute. What are you talking about? <laughs> so you're talking about actually creating an effing machine yes. that you hook yourself up to so that you can go a hundred strokes per minute? Or whatever, yeah. Are you, you serious? I mean, I didn't do it. It was just an idea for a wacky machine. But, it, you know, you go like a dildo or something. Well, I... I I don't know, though, man. I mean, first of all, that's going to, like, burn the rubber on the condom, I would think, at the very least. Right, Dubs? Well, when you're going that fast, who needs a condom? And you're chafing. You're going you're gonna to damage some kind of uh, reproductive organs anyway going that fast. I mean, it obviously takes some adjusting and tweaking and a little Vaseline lube it up and stuff, and she should help that way, too. And who knows? <laughs> Just a wacky idea. I'm full of them. Uh, how do you... What if you got to finish, though? I mean, how do you stop the machine so you can finish so you can withdraw? You have some kind of control, you know, rheostat to make it go faster or slower or... Uh, could you imagine if you're sitting there and you got the machine that's going up and down, up and down, and you decide you're going to go ahead and withdraw, and then you, like, hit her, like, right in the belly with it? Oh, God, that's the worst thing. <laughs> Hitting a girl on the pelvis. That will, that will ruin your... Uh, you're large, man, quicker than anything else. Well, how about that time when you, like, overplay the whole thing, and then, like, you know, you hit a taint, and it's like you, oh, feel, yeah, you feel like you broke it. That's what I'm talking about when you're trying to ride the perimeter. <laughs> ride the perimeter? Yeah, when you try to, you know, just kind of move it out, ride okay, the perimeter. All right, all right, I got you. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to sit here and give me motions on how you actually ride, ride the, the perimeter. perimeter. Ride the perimeter. So, dude, this was the best. I got to kick out a quick thank you to my buddies. Last week, we had the discussion about going to the titty bar. And so we had people call in, and I wanted to know the best titty bar to go to in Washington, D.C. As it turns out, you don't go to the titty bars in, in Virginia. You don't go to the titty bars in Washington, D.C., and really not even on the outskirts of Maryland. Where you go are either up in Baltimore or up in West Virginia. So I had some buddies of mine who work on Capitol Hill, who, by the way, will remain nameless. They took Newt me. Gingrich. Yes, it was Newt's people, although he hasn't been in office forever, Dubs. I don't care. He still lives there. They took me to this place up in Baltimore. Now, I'm driving up to it, and I swear, you're like going back into like this industrial neighborhood, it seems like. It was real dark. I was riding in the back seat, and you come up upon these lights, and it's almost like from dusk till dawn. Where you drive up and all of a sudden you see this picture of a chick out in neon letters. The T-Twister. Exactly. It looks like the T-Twister. You almost expect Cheech Marin to be outside doing his whole Punani routine that he does. And so you're sitting there and you drive up. I'm like, wow. Okay, it's in the, it's in the back part of Baltimore. This, this could be some kind of fun. So it's called the night shift. And so I walk into the night shift and the place is small. I mean, it really isn't a big place. It seems a whole lot like it would be about the size of the little JFK programming area where it's the production rooms. It's just not a very big area. So I walk into the place, Dubs. Unruly crowd. And right away, I notice that they're playing garbage. This could be Tommy's song. <laughs> so garbage is on in the background. You got all these very rowdy people. So it was like a, it was a rockin' type strip club. Yeah, it was. The girls, I'm not kidding you, were beautiful. 
I don't know if I've ever been to a strip bar where the chicks have been this gorgeous. Amazing, slender bodies, and the best boob jobs, I mean, that I've ever, I've ever seen to the point where you can't tell almost, except for the fact that when she's laying on her back, you know, they don't go down to the side like, you know, like real ones will. They won't spread. They're just there in the air and just firm and ready for you to throw your face in the middle of them and get all over it. Putting your face in a happy place. This is the way that I knew that this was absolute the best place for me to be at. Second song that they play whenever I'm in this place, the night shift. Marilyn Manson. So I'm grabbing beers. I got my buddies from Capitol Hill. I think I'm king of the world. I'm singing along to Manson. I'm the douche in the corner happy that Manson's on, as opposed to there are like 15 naked chicks running around. And the setup of the place, the night shift, is that it's like a, a bar where it's a, like an oval around the bar. Yeah, pervert's uh, pervert row. I suppose so. Yeah. And what the girls do, the naked hot chicks, is they walk around on the bar. And this surprised me, too, because it was all nude. It was all nude, and they sold alcohol. Wow. Is that legal in uh, Maryland? I've never I known that. So. I suppose I've never been in a place where you could be all nude and also serving alcohol. God I'm, bless them. I'm not kidding you, Dubs. These girls are walking around on the bar. And you can be sitting there at the bar with your Michelob Ultra or whatever you're drinking that night and have three different vaginas walk right past you, right up in your, uh, in your mug, in your grill. You throw them a dollar, and I swear you sit at the bar. At the end of the night, you're going to have smelled at least 15 different uh, love muscles from girls as they're walking them by in this complete circle. So here's my mistake. And it smells good, by the way. Really? Yeah. Because I've noticed there's a very pleasant smell when you get into a strip club usually. But when you start getting the, uh, the stank wave in your face, that's when you really aren't happy to be there. You know? No, man. These girls are all perfumed up. They've got lotions on. Now, you know one thing that I've noticed, though? I know these girls don't get a kick out of it. Because the reason is, and you know, sometimes girls get into dancing or whatever. And I finally just realized this in watching porn and then sitting there and looking at these girls at the bars. <clears throat> you know how whenever a girl's excited, it'll almost like go predator on you? Yeah. Where things unfold, like whenever the predator screams in the movie. Like the blooming flower. <laughs> exactly. There were no blooming flowers at the night shift. I was a little disappointed. I wanted them to be Everything more... tucked away? Yeah, I wanted <laughs> them to be more into the fact that they were hanging out, listening to Marilyn Manson, partying with rock stars. I made a huge mistake, though. Wendell! Wendell, welcome into the... Uh, Wendell the Engineer. What's up, buddy? Oh, we use fake names here. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, first problem with the uh, the, the uh, rose not blooming there. Uh huh. You're using ones. Yeah, true. Ding. You, you throw a grant on them, stuff starts blooming. Yeah. <laughs> they start getting excited. It's like TGI Fridays, blooming onions everywhere. You know. The floor starts. Uh, the uh, bar starts getting all sticky and uh, things like that when you throw out twenties, huh? Georgias are just the ante, man. I got gotcha. you. All right. Well, all right. I'll understand that from now on. Welcome into the hideout, by the way. How you doing, man? Yeah, that was me screwing with your it computer. It spooked me out. I didn't know what the hell was no, going on. I thought some person had taken over my computer. Here's the thing, though, Dubs. On the way back, I got so drunk because I literally left the studio last Saturday night and headed up to the night shift. And I rode with some buddies. We had a designated driver and the whole thing. I got lit at the bar to the point where I had, in a span of about an hour, 
seven seven beers and two shots of tequila. Now, the last time I had had a shot of tequila, I passed out of the gay bar. <laughs> and that's no joke. You're on a good streak, then. You woke up in your... No. <laughs> no, I was okay. It ended up being all right. I passed out in the gay bar in Lubbock, Texas, the last time that I had tequila and beer mixed together. So, anyway, we're driving back. We're driving back, and I, I'm like, I'm sitting in the back, and I have a Gatorade bottle. Some of the dude has a Gatorade bottle down in the bottom of his car. I look at it, I open it up, and I pour it out. Because I'm thinking, I'm going to have to puke. It's coming. Not quite yet, but I can feel that I hadn't eaten anything all day. We pulled over to this little place, uh, one of those rest areas. And actually, Wendell, up kind of where you would live, mm -hmm. between Silver Spring, the rest area between Silver Spring, and by the time you get to the, uh, the outer loop, for the Beltway, there's a little rest area there on 95. Yeah, I, yeah. I pull over and I had to do it, Dubs. I had to stick my finger in my throat and expel. And it, it, it was so, so great. I oh, felt that, awesome. That's the best thing to do a lot of times. You'll be feeling the worst. You'll feel like you have to pass out until you puke. And then you feel like you can take a few more shots. Yeah, it's probably the worst thing to do in that moment. But yeah. it's the absolute worst thing to do. But I felt great afterwards, and I was like, "All right, let's get back in the car, take me home." And it's like five minutes from that rest area back to my place in Silver Spring. Again, I get home, I get outside, I step out of the car. I'm like, "Oh crap!" So before I go stumbling into my apartment, I'm like. I better do this one more time. Now, I'm sure my neighbors, because I look crazy as it is with the dreadlocks and the, this is the crazy goatee look. I'm sitting outside the railing of my apartment. And the whole time that I'm throwing up, I'm thinking Steve-O of Jackass. I don't know why. Sometime I saw him on Jackass force himself to throw up. Yeah. And I used to always hate to throw up, but I just thought, ah, Steve-O does it. Why can't I do it? So I sit there, and I'm over the railing of my apartment one more time. Stick the finger in. It's like 3.30 in the morning. I hear people looking outside. I see lights coming on because I'm gagging. I mean, it's loud. I'm wrenching, man. It's you're a, you're a loud puker then. Yeah. I walk inside, feel great, got nothing to eat, and then I lay down on my floor. I'm like, God damn. I'm laying there one more time. I'm like, I got to puke again. All that's going through my mind is like Jimi Hendrix. There's people, <laughs> there's people that die. Whenever they're, like, on their back, they're so wasted and passed out, they throw up in their sleep and they choke on their own vomit. And I'll be goddamn if I'm going to be the guy who chokes on his own vomit. So what do I do? I roll into, I crawl to my bathroom. I literally crawl to my bathroom. I put in a Marilyn Manson CD because in my bathroom I always have a stereo. I put in a Manson CD. I blare it loud, loud as can be, and I sit there and pass out on my bathroom floor, on my stomach, just in case i got to throw up one more time. You know, i that's where I've always passed out, is on the bathroom floor. For some reason, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the linoleum feels really good. The cold linoleum feels really good when you're drunk and passed out. It almost makes you not need to puke anymore. And I'll tell you this, too. I woke up in the morning feeling great. And I know if I hadn't thrown up three or four times that I would have I felt horrible. But I sat there and I forced myself to throw up after Ben's drinking, and I felt great in the morning. Now, I don't know if that's a lesson to those of you at 8.33 on a Saturday night and what you're going out to do. I certainly don't encourage Ben's drinking like I did. I'm but thinking you've got to miss some of, some of what might be eye candy at the strip club if you're that out of it. 
No, yeah, I did. I, I sat there and I was against the wall. Those are memories that you just kind of, you paid for, but you threw away. Yeah, exactly. Well, I didn't even pay for anything. That was the beauty of it. I, my oh. Capitol Hill buddies hooked me up all night long. But I'm sitting there. The one thing that I do is, my, is in my head and I'm comprehending as we're going, Dubs, is if I had the body, I think I would, I think I would be a stripper. I, I wouldn't, personally. I honestly think that if I had the body, I would go to like a Chippendales or something and be a male stripper for a bunch of women. Let me tell you why I wouldn't strip. I had a friend, and he was doing male stripping for a while, but he had to do it at a gay club because that's where you can make the real money. You know, because there's a lot more gay people, like guys. There, there are gay strip, strip clubs? Well, a, a, lot of the, uh, a lot of the regular gay bars will have like a male strip night. You know, oh, wow. And oh, last year, uh, Omera lost a bet. Oh, really? Mm hmm And he had to do that? The whole show. Everybody, all the hangers-on. I mean, Robert was there. A bunch of people. Mike had to walk into a place downtown, but down by Nation. Mm hmm And sit there on the far side of the bar from the rest of us. We were, we were all in our little, you know, lunch <laughs> there. It's like, we're with everybody else. uh -huh. And sit there in a leather vest, no shirt, <laughs> for an hour. That's why it's a great show. And Don's there, sending the strippers over to him. See that guy over there? He lost a bet. You know, here's 20 bucks. Pay attention to him all night, please. That's a. That's why it's a great show, Don and Mike, 2 to 7. you got to listen to it during the week. That's so funny. Anyway, Dubs, go ahead. My friend, he was dancing at the gay club, and he's a straight guy. He was just trying to make some extra money. He made like 500 bucks a night. Good cheese. But he came home one day. I was hanging out over his place with some of my other friends. He came home white as a ghost. We're like, what happened, man? He's like, I don't want to talk about it. But we pressed him on it, and he finally told us he had to give a lap dance to his high school football coach. A high school football coach came into the gay bar? Yeah, and, and, like, and, he saw, and the coach saw him and told him how much he always liked him. <laughs> you know what it's like? It's like that movie, Saving Silverman. Yeah. Remember in Saving Silverman where the uh, the coach ends up being gay along with one of the main characters? Jack Black. So he, ta he told him how much he ended up liking him the whole time in football? Yeah. Was the guy still a football coach? No, he uh, actually quit like soon thereafter, and this is like three years after he played there. Wow. Did he, did he give up the gay bar money? He, yeah, he ended up giving it up for selling drugs, of course, but... <laughs> That's what you got. I, you got to Because that'll creep somehow. you out less when people are shoving guns in your face. Yeah. Honestly, though, if, if I'm such a law-abiding citizen, if it came between stripping in a gay bar and selling drugs, I'd rather strip in a gay bar. I would rather strip in a gay bar if I knew my high school football coach wasn't going to come in and get a lap dance from me. I think that'd freak me out. And remind you of the good times that you all shared in the showers. Yeah, of course. Yeah. God, man. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. Let's. Uh, you wanted to do an old school jam of the week, didn't yeah. you? Let me tell you some of the stuff we got on tap for you tonight. Tommy went out and interviewed people on the hideout. We want to see if the hideout's catching on at all. It seems like it is. I mean, we've got a better time slot. I know that people are listening. we got, you know, people calling in and doing... People stopping by. Stopping by the instant messenger. So I want to see what the word is on the street. we got that. Also, something called Letters to Heaven that I want to tell you about that we're going to get into. And a new game that we've come up with uh, here on the hideout, a game that we're willing to play with Cameron Gray and that we're going to play with Cameron Gray on his voicemail. And it's called Radio Roulette. 
So hang out for Radio Roulette along with By Curious BJ live from Fowlerville, Michigan. Guaranteed that he's going to have somebody from the Fowlerville Goats on to talk about the football season in Fowlerville. Uh, Mandatory Manson, of course, coming up for you this evening. But, Dubs, you have a song that you wanted to play. Yeah, my old school jam, because I wasn't really into the mainstream rock, Mm -hmm. our mainstream rap. So I uh, I got into ICP a lot, so we're going to do chicken hunting. ICP, chicken hunting. Now, half a side out, old school jam of the week with J-Dubs, 106.7 WJFK.
just for all the things that you've helped make worse in this country, and I don't think you should be so proud of yourself. You should be hanged, you scum! What you do is sick and depraved, you should be shot! Oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? LFA's hideouts at 106.7 WJFK. And welcome back into El Jefe's Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. And J-Dubs, what was your old school jam of the week we just heard? Insane Clown Posse, Chicken Hunting. How big a Clown Posse fan are you, man? I was, I was huge. I've dropped off a lot. But I used to dig in the dumpster that they had uh, out back of their studio. We used to get a lot of cool stuff out of that, too. And I, I went to... I, actually, I was talking to my girlfriend about this. I... I went to one of the concerts alone before and paid 150 bucks to go to it. Is that the one where they were doing like the Juggalo convention in Novi or whatever? No, no. That one that one was pretty expensive too, but this one was just a regular concert. But the, it was at a really small place and uh, they did like a five hour set. Wow. So. And did they just do all the albums and everything? Basically, they did a, a whole lot of stuff. That's the thing about, like, the Insane Clown Posse isn't hugely famous. I mean, everybody has heard the name. You very rarely know the words to a song. But they have such a tremendous cult following in these juggalos. I've met so many people that have juggalo stuff just tattooed all over themselves mm -hmm. and their life. And maybe it was because I was in Michigan at the time, but their life really is following the Insane Clown Posse. And that really is a band that's done everything completely on a gimmick. And they're millionaires now. I mean, they have their own little industry and their own empire. Psychopathic records. They've got videos. And you know what? They've moving. done really well. They've, uh, they've, they've marketed their merchandise really well where a lot of people just need everything they got out. Every T-shirt, every video, every CD. Are they, like, kissing that way where they, keep, yeah. where they like, screw over their fans? No, they don't really screw them over. But they just they just keep on pumping a lot of stuff out. But you know what it is? It's all about saying how awesome you are. If you keep repeating enough and enough that you're a badass, a lot of people are going to see through the BS. But a lot of idiots are stupid, and they oh I've heard it so many times that this is such a great thing. It, it must be pretty good. That's what other people tell me. But the thing that they do, they do different things. Like they'll uh, they'll release a movie that they make. They'll release uh, like that. They used to uh, just take uh, different uh, wrestling shows and just do their own commentary over them and sell them. You know, they used to do all that kind of stuff, and it's just kind of doing something new all the time and selling it. Our buddy Shafee actually has uh, hung out with those boys before because they're doing that all wrestling, all world wrestling league or something. Are they in that so. now? Yeah, he keeps getting them, trying to get them in, and I don't know, whatever. But it's again one of those things where they're not that great, but they tell people they are, so people believe it. Actually, they're in town this month in D.C. Are they really? Yeah. You should call and see if you get tickets. You know who else is in town? Manson. Yeah. We still can't get tickets for Manson uh, the 25th on a Saturday night. In fact, uh, we should probably go ahead and say it on the air. I'm willing to. I'm not a real big fan of other radio shows, but I'm willing to be a fan if they can give me something. Somebody here is pretty tight with Elliot over at DC 101. And they got the tickets, huh? And DC 101 has the tickets. So I'm willing to say Elliot's great. <laughs> if I could just get tickets to go see Manson. I'm willing to become a DC 101 fan if I can get tickets to go see Marilyn Manson on Saturday. So going to hit his ass. Do I? Lightning bolt is so going to hit his ass sitting over there. Well, why not? I can lie. Why not? I mean, don't you have any? Don't you have anything else in your bag of tricks? 
No. If you call the promoter, can't you kiss up to the promoter? It's exclusively a one-on-one show. Exclusively. We can't get So don't go representing. Oh, I don't care. I just want to go see Manson. I tell you what. Call the promoter, kiss up to the promoter. In fact, I'll go work for their street team. <laughs> I'll go hang banners if I can go watch Marilyn Manson. All right, <laughs> I can't be associated with this now. I gotta leave. <laughs> Would you find me tickets in Wendell? Heresy. <laughs> find me tickets, and I won't have to sell out. That's the one thing in life I'm probably willing to sell out. Who's promoting it? Is it a CC thing? Uh, no, it's over at the 9:30 Club. Okay, we've, but I... we've called. We've called. It's an exclusive. I don't know. We'll figure it out later. If any of my fans have tickets for Marilyn Manson, <laughs> anybody. I'll, I'll be your bitch for the night. You'll get your own personal hideout that night because we won't do the show because it's on at the same time as the show. Dubs and I will sit in the back of your car and do three hours worth of material if you drive us down to the 930 Club and get us in the show. 800-636-WHATEVER. Oh, we'll, just, we'll take the Metro and we'll do it for you on the Metro. We'll do it for everybody. We'll do it for everybody on the Metro as we go down watching the Manson show. Violin case sitting open there on the floor. We have we have three weeks to get these tickets. God damn. You know, he brings up a good point. That may be a way we can make some money. Why don't we take the hideout on the street and do the show like in front of Union Station, open up a guitar case and wait for people to tip us. Uh, hideout remote. <laughs> and just sit there and do our jokes and tell our stories, talk about Craig's mom and the time Mullet Joe had a video camera. I you know what? You say this and it's so funny. I've actually thought about going during the day, because in Silver Spring, where I live, there are a lot of panhandlers. And I don't know how they get away with it, but they're all over, like, 16th Street, the corner of 16th and Georgia, and the corner of East-West Highway and 16th. They're always there. And I think, I've thought about one day just taking a sign saying, please listen to El Jefe's Hideout, or we'll work for full time. <laughs> or, or struggling radio star, you know, please give money. I need to eat or make rent or whatever. I've thought about doing that. That actually may not be a bad idea. I, um, yeah, it's, I hear Spoon and Fidel are doing that now. Really? <laughs> Looking for radio show to ruin. <laughs> Looking for someone to call and yell at. <laughs> give me your number, I'll call and cuss you out. Give me money or I'll come to your house and kill you. <laughs> All right. That was inside. So, uh, speaking of the help, here's our boy, Tommy. Tommy, how you doing, man? I'm all right, except I'm here, so I'm getting beat up as usual. What's wrong? I'm getting beat up by you two. I'm in the other room and it's... Tommy, maybe this is why we can't keep any help. This is. This is why people keep living the hideout, because we're so relentless on picking on people. We sent you out to hit the streets. To find out what the good word is about El Jefe's Hideout. How'd it go? Um, you want me to lie or tell you the truth? No, tell me the truth. Uh, well, my favorite response was, um, who? Oh, man. I think more people knew us the first time we did this bit three weeks in. What are we, five months in now? There's still We're no wrong. word out? All right. So, uh, you got some good ones? Um, I think there's some headphones over there, actually. Plug those in. Give it a listen. Which track do you want to play first, Tommy? Number two. All right, number two. El Jefe's hideout since Tommy out on the streets. Let's hear what happened. This actually, actually, this uh, this was a group of three girls walking down the street, and I figured I'd exploit this as long as I'm, as long as I'm out having to interview people anyway. I would just you know try and use it to my advantage. And where'd you go? I was. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, no, actually, Dubs' house wasn't open that week. All right. So I went out to, like, the Boston Metro stop, and there was a group of three girls, and I decided to talk to the ugly, fat one because I figured she was probably the coolest, so I started with her. Can I ask you some questions taped for broadcast on 106.7 WJFK? Uh, sure. How did you first hear about El Jefe's hideout? These weird guys on the street stopped me. When you hear the name El Jefe's hideout, what comes to mind? Like some Cuban rebel um, hiding in a cave somewhere. Who would win in a death match, El Jefe or Jesus? Jesus, what are you talking about? Who sounds the gayest, El Jefe, J-Dubs, or Spoon? J-Dubs. In your opinion, <laughs> is El Jefe's hideout a disgrace to the radio profession? I think we're going to throw Tommy in there. Absolutely. Is it because he's Mexican? <laughs> oh, my God, no. <laughs> Going by the following names, which person is most likely to be a child molester? Big O or Chad Duke? <laughs> Chad Duke. <laughs> Would you perform an act so of lesbianism to meet El Jefe? Um, maybe. Depends on the mood I'm in. <laughs> Depends on if she has a cheeseburger. <laughs> So, one of the questions you actually had to go out and ask is, according to the names, which person would more likely to be a child molester, Big O or Dukes? Yes. <laughs> and what was the overwhelming response usually? It was pretty much 50-50. It was just whichever name they decided to grasp onto. What happened to Big O and Dukes? What happened to the war? Are they, are they still on the air? They oh. weren't on last week. Really? Uh-uh. Yes. Did we win the war? I think so. We we started the war and we knocked out the HF Festival for the fall. I'm thinking they're done. I hear they're over with. Big O and Dukes are officially dead. We've won that battle. It's time to move on to Chris Zimbo over at More Music 104. <laughs> You're next, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Which track? Well, anyway, well, this chick, she was big and fat, but she was pretty cool, so I decided to do her a favor and uh, help her burn some calories. So I took her into an alleyway. Banged her and slapped her around a bit. If you're listening, you're welcome. What? You're such a liar. What are you doing? What are you reading over there? Who are you, G. Gordon Liddy? You are on the air, sir. First Cameron, then. I know, right? I need to teach him how to shave. Poo picks? What is. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, go ahead. Can I ask you some questions for tape for broadcast on 106.7 WJFK? Sure. How did you first hear about El Jefe's hideout? I haven't. When you hear the name El Jefe's hideout, what comes to mind? Nothing. Who would win in a death match, El Jefe or Jesus? Jesus. Who sounds the gayest, El Jefe, J-Dubs, or Spoon? Spoon. In your True. opinion, is El Jefe's hideout a disgrace to the radio profession? Yes. Is it because he's Mexican? Definitely. Fill in the blank, El Jefe, the most important blank in broadcasting ever. Well, I like this girl. That's true. <laughs> Going by the following names, which person is most likely to be a child molester, Big O or Chad Duke? Big O. Would you lie, steal, or kill for El Jefe? No. Why do you worship El Jefe? I don't. <laughs> what a skank, man. What was her problem? She didn't sound like any fun. Well, the problem was this girl was, like, really, really hot. I, like, actually ran after her to interview her. Maybe it's because uh, Tommy over here is wearing a tight T-shirt he always wears. <laughs> that makes anybody uncomfortable. Well, Hefe always wears tight t-shirts, even though they're extra large. What are you picking on me for? I didn't say anything. It's J-Dubs over here. You can't get him with anything. Why did I look at him? He looks retarded. Why don't you say something about his teeth or his hair or his goatee or his fat picking fat belly or something? Why is it always going to be me? Why are you talking about my fat belly? Actually, you should tell your stories on the air about uh, the times you went to go work out with Dubs. Yeah, he that. told me a ton of stories about how, how funny you are to watch work out. All right, look at this. I just went to BigOwenDukes.com. I guess they're still on the air. 
Look at these clowns, though. If you look at them, which one? Just according to the names <laughs> and the looks, which one would be more likely to be a child molester? I think they push each other out of the way to get to the child. <laughs> Dukes looks like he's just undressing a child with his eyes. <laughs> like, like, like I had said earlier, where he's the guy in the van looking back at the kid in the back of the van opening up the piece of candy like, I can't wait. This is going to be yummy. So you... You like uh, Super Mario, right? All right. We're going to go get you some Super Mario. All right. Give us one more. Which is the best one, Tommy? So far, we've learned that absolutely nobody at the Boston stop has ever heard of El Jefe's hideout in 106.7 WJFK. Well, I guess we'll go to track six. And uh, I saw this crazy homeless chick singing and talking gibberish to herself very loudly. Even though she wasn't hot, I figured I'd, you know, she'd be a funny interview. So I asked her some questions. All right. Can I ask you some questions, Tate, for broadcast on 106.7 WJFK? Yes, you can. How did you first hear about El Jefe's Hideout? A gay kid came and told me. When you hear the name El Jefe's Hideout, what comes to mind? Music. Who would win in a death match, El Jefe? That's the last Jesus. thing we do. Jesus. Can you babysit Wait a second. illegitimate kids on Saturdays from 8? Wait a second. How is it that Jesus has beaten me in all these death matches? I don't understand. El Jefe's a fictional character, just like Jesus. I figure it'd be even. No? No? All right, get back to it. El Jefe hasn't taken nails in the hand. Go ahead. Take it in that. To 11 p.m.? No, I'm not at I'm not at I'm park, uh, um. <laughs> I'm not at I'm not at liberty to do that right at hand. Who sounds like... Is that is that the question? Can you babysit for Spoon from eight to eleven? Yeah. Well, now he's got the free time to take care of his own kid. <laughs> that sounds like one of the baby mamas, actually. Go ahead. Gayest, El Jefe, J Dubs, or Spoon? Who sounds the gayest? Stand again. Who sounds the gayest? El Jefe, J Dubs, or Spoon? True. In your opinion, is El Jefe's hideout a disgrace to the radio profession? No. Fill in the blank. Yes! El Jefe, the most important blank in broadcasting ever. Say it again. Fill in the blank. El Jefe, the most important blank in broadcasting ever. The most important blank in broadcasting ever. Um, be honest with you, I cannot fill in that blank. <laughs> <laughs> How many girls have you said that to? Following names, which person is most likely to be a child molester? Big O or Chad Dukes? I'll go with Chad. <laughs> Would you lie, steal, or kill for El Jefe? No. Why do you worship El Jefe? I don't worship him. <laughs> oh, man, the homeless people, they're gold. Well, I figured I'd help her out. Instead of giving her a dollar, I took her into an alleyway, smacked her around a bit, and then punched the clown on her face. What are you doing? What are you reading over there? What's wrong with you? <laughs> All right, so what did we Sorry. learn? Push her down the steps. What did we learn from that, Dobbs? That's funny. <laughs> Did we learn anything from that? Chad O and Big Dukes are molesters? <laughs> Allegedly. And actually, the question was, which person is more likely? All right, we got to call. Well, no, let's go ahead and take a break. We got to take a break anyway, so we'll see who it is. It's uh, El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7, WJFK.
El Jefe. The most important Latino broadcaster ever. Got a big too. I don't know how this little man, this little fat man get all these women, boy. I don't know how he do it, but he does it. <laughs> it's a name. El Jefe. On the, the bank account, one of the above. Or big <laughs> I think it's the big that gets the most. J-Dubs. Man, if I don't f***ing sit here in my apartment in the dark and f*** off the internet porn tonight, then the terrorists have truly won. Now, Hideout 106.7 WJFK. And welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. My name, El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. 800-636-1067-202. 432-1067. Of course, the AOL for broadband instant messaging is available to you. JFK El Jefe. That's E-L-J-E-F-E. Go to elhefe.tk while you're on that AOL for broadband. Thank you to our buddy JD who has put up the website for us. And who is going to be joining us at the uh, back end of this hour? JDA. I'm very, very good. excited about that. Is there anything that you're super in need of, man? Is there anything at all that you think you need? That you're willing to go to great lengths for. I, there's a few things I would really, really like, or really like to happen or not to happen that I would, I would go to great lengths for. Yeah. Would you have sex for anything in particular? Meaning, would I have sex for money or something? Is that what you're asking? Let me give you an example. Down in uh, Athens, Georgia, there was this chick who went into a Tires Plus, and she went into the Tires Plus. She was looking around and realized. She didn't have enough money. It was a 25-year-old lady, walks in, needs tires for her ride, doesn't have enough money for it, so she decides, eh, I'm going to leave. i got to go home. I don't have enough money for tires. Let's go around. Maybe I'll save up my paycheck, and I'll get tires the next go-around. So the dude at this tires place, she gets home. The telephone rings, and it's this guy, uh, 42-year-old Gregory Mulligan, and he's like, hey, I saw that you were just in the store. You needed tires really badly. And I know you couldn't afford the tires. So are you willing to meet me at a hotel room, have sex, and then I'll comp you the tires? Would you do that? Would I do that for tires? No, but I have a story kind of similar to this. Okay. Um, a girl I knew. Didn't know anything about computers, and this big computer geek, you know, she was like, she was like really trying to learn some computer stuff for uh, for her college classes coming up, and this computer geek goes up to her and like, well, you know, for a small fee, I can teach you anything you need to know about computers. So he did almost the same thing, but with teaching her computer stuff. I was I didn't watch the show Boston Public, but wasn't there something about this chick in Boston Public? You like that show, don't you? I haven't watched it in a while, but I really like it. Yeah, it's like it's like all right. There's this high school that all this stuff's going down at. Why isn't it shut down yet? There's more there's more stuff going on in there than like Oz. Whitney, I'd rather be stuck in Oz. Whitney Houston rape. You know yeah. what I mean? All the things you would find in jail. Whitney yeah. Houston, rape, um, <laughs> happening at Boston Public. But the thing about this was, I guess on Friday's episode, this chick was doing something where she was getting guys to study, but the way she was tutoring them is if they got over like an 85 on their test, then she would get naked for them. Would you ever trade out sex for anything at all? If it really came down to it, do you think you've ever been desperate enough to where you'd be like, you know what? It's either this or nothing. I'm willing to have sex. Let's even say straight sex. 
because I know how you swing. Let's say you're willing to have straight sex for something like tires. Would you do it? I mean, I guess. I guess uh, I probably would. You know, if I really needed that object, you know, and there's no other way to get it. Yeah, or or if it's something I really, really want, like a, like a lot of money, why not? 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I'm of the firm belief that you don't have to sit here and you don't have to sell your body for it. You work harder. We were just talking a second ago about would I be willing to go out and be a stripper in a gay club or would I sell drugs if I absolutely had to have money? And I would do the legal thing. Now, some people may argue that one of them is more moral or a little bit more amoral than the other one is. But I definitely think that I would go out and I would strip in a gay bar as opposed to selling drugs, even though selling drugs would be the easier thing to do. Well, I'm not too sure about that. There's less risk in, uh, in stripping in a gay bar. Depends on which way you're going, though. No, I, I was talking about this, this gay sex thing. Yeah. Here's the thing about this. There was this baseball player in Japan. The baseball player in Japan had, was going to be a top draft pick. Dubs. He was going to be like one of the, the stars, I guess like the next Ichiro or something. Yeah. So he was getting ready to get drafted in the Japanese uh, ball leagues or whatever. And then this tabloid came out and showed and published pictures of that he had been in a gay porn. And so what ended up happening... Wait a I'm, wait, I'm, I'm picturing a Japanese gay porn. Let me, let me let that sink in for a second. Continue. All right. So what happens is he was going to be like either a number one or another number two draft pick in the Japanese uh, in, the, in the Japanese draft. It would just look like I can't say it. <laughs> so hold on. Get ready to dump. Okay. Can I say it would look like muff bumping? Yeah. Okay. It would look like muff bumping. I, mean, I guess you can. Cameron's out of town. Why wouldn't you be able to say that? Nobody knows what that means. What, a Japanese gay porn would look like? <laughs> Why do you say that? Is that a racial comment because Japanese people allegedly don't have large members? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, it is. <laughs> as long as you explain yourself and that's where you're coming from, okay, I understand that. Not that I agree with you, but fine. But this cat man was so desperate in college, even though he knew he was going to be a baseball star, he went out and he did a gay porn. And I'm just wondering if that's something that you would ever even remotely consider doing gay pornography. Not, not, not just dancing in a strip club, Dubs, but I'm saying you're going somewhere and you're going to do gay pornography. Now, what ends up happening is this cat doesn't get drafted in the Japanese league, ends up costing him millions and millions of dollars. And right now, the Cleveland Indians are taking a chance on this dude. He's in AAA. He's probably going to be in the major leagues next year. He's a pitcher, by the way. Well, but, that, that explains his role in the gay porn. But he comes out, though, and he says... So I, I don't really consider that that gay, then. You know? <laughs> if he's pitching, it's yeah. not that gay. But he comes out and he says, you know what? I, I'm a straight man. I was just really, really desperate, and I needed this. I needed money, and the only way that I was going to be able to survive to make a quick 500 bucks, and I believe it was $500 he did this gay porn for in Japan, is by doing gay porn. And from what I heard, it was oral. And all he did was he, he gave oral $500. And now he's okay with it. And the people in the Indians organization, because he's a great pitcher, have said, all right, you're okay. We understand you've made mistakes. Well, I don't really consider that a mistake either. I don't either, I don't think. You know, he shouldn't have to explain himself. 
He did it. It was legal. It's not like he was selling crack to kids. He was selling his crack to guys. There's nothing against that if you're videotaping it. It is legal at that point, isn't it? Yeah. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Now, is there anything, is there anything at all, Dubs, where you would be like, i got to have this? And there's a difference between having wants and having needs. If you want something, then that's just... You know, I, I really like a new car, but I have one now. But, I, like, I want something. You're being a little bit more selfish as opposed to, wow, I haven't eaten in three days. i got to have some food. I need that food. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get that food. Is there anything at all that you'd be willing to say, hey, look, I'm willing to do this? Yeah, I think I have a couple. What? Um, I would give... All a lot of stuff to uh, be guaranteed, guaranteed not to have a, a mentally challenged child when I have a kid. I know it's a very racy thing to say, and a lot of people will be mad at me for that, but it's, uh, that's something I don't want to deal with. So, you know, oh, uh, Punani, what's up, boy? Yeah, I'm just getting back from my uh, gay gig at the uh, stripper bar and needing new tires. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, you, I know. I don't want to throw you guys off. No, go ahead. Real quick. No, everybody knows I do the baker thing, okay? And the big thing about the bakers and all that is, you know, wedding cakes. There's a wedding today. Now, just tell me if the, tell me if you think this marriage is going to succeed. They ordered this cake three months ago. They tell us where to deliver the sucker. We get down there. There's a wedding going. Not a wedding, but a reception going on. We bring in, you know, we don't bring in the cake. We're looking for the people to, get, you know, hey, you know, the cake's here. What do you want it? And it was kind of weird because the thing, the reception's been going. It's obviously been going a while. And we see a cake there. And we're like going, whoa, wait a minute. And then we look around. We don't, we notice we don't see the people that we need to talk to. And we ask somebody. It's a different wedding party. The dumbasses that order this wedding cake forgot to tell us that they moved the reception. And that's why you're late? That, well, we had to, they finally, we finally got in touch with them. They told us where to deliver. It was an hour and a half late. Yeah, that's exactly. Is that wedding? I mean, they forgot to call us and say, you know, a wedding cake for a wedding reception. Are they, you know, and what it was is the bride pointed at the groom and goes, it's your fault. And the groom goes, wait a minute, you were supposed to do the, uh, you know, because apparently what happened was, all right, we had the right address, but they had to get it pushed. They, there was a conflict. Uh, do you believe that? <laughs> Is that not, I mean, J-Dubs, J-Dubs, I mean, well, you're going to get married, that beautiful girl, you know, oh, God, I mean, you just sit there and you laugh, you're like going, what a bunch of idiots. Does this pertain to what we're talking to? No, I'm sorry, but that's talking I'm, about. I'm sorry, that's, um, no, uh, J-Dubs, <laughs> no, I, I, I just, I just had to put that out there. The, Is there a way we can dump two minutes? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think only Thursday. I, I, I really, I, I, I'm sorry for being late, but, um, yeah, you're not going to have a mentally challenged kid, just no arms and no legs. Mentally, oh, you bring up a medical reason. Ryan, yeah. welcome into the hideout on JFK. Yeah, I would say if, if, if mine or a, uh, a, a family member's life depended on some sort of uh, medical situation. The doctor said the only way you're going to get it is, uh, you know, pitching or catching. Sure, yeah, I'd do it. So you be. What about this? What if somebody gave you a gun? And it was the usual six six bullets, uh, one bullet, and the six uh, barrels. A, ru a Russian roulette game. A Russian roulette game. What if somebody said, "All right, you got to pull the trigger trigger three times. You pull it three times, and you don't die." Then you get the operation. Your parent, your person gets the operation. Would you do that? 50-50 shot. 
Would you be willing to play Russian roulette, Ryan? I don't think that, that was the only option, or the person was definitely going to die? Or they were going to die. Yeah, absolutely. But if if you uh, pull the trigger and your head blows off, both of you guys are dead, basically. Yeah, both of you are going to die. Then are you willing to take that chance? What the hell does he care? He's going to be dead. Yeah, I, guess, I mean, I guess it depends on who it was. You know, if it was my uncle, no. If it was Johnny Punani. Absolutely. What, what if it was Johnny Punani? No, of course no, not. No, absolutely Dude, not. you suck. I'd, be... I'd probably I'd shoot the doctor. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. I'd be pissed at him for coming in and talking about the bakery in the middle of the um, segment. Look, I, you know, I just... Yeah, I... Hi, Dubs. Let's go into a fantasy world here. All right. You ready? Yeah. You're going to have a retarded kid. Okay. And again, I don't know... What what is particularly wrong with this? No, there isn't anything. It's just a. And you know what's going to happen to you. You know why? You know why? Why? You love making fun of retarded people. I not love making you fun do. of. You do. No, I do. You don't. genuinely get a lot of <laughs> s's and giggles from making fun of retarded people, which I don't approve of. How dare you say I I, I get my rocks off by making fun of retarded people? Should we make this fantasy a little more realistic? Should I sit in his lap and? Kind of drool on them, and you're the one. No. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Here's the gun. Uh-oh. <laughs> you ready? Yep. How many? I've bolt three times. Here's what it is. You can pull it twice. Twice? Twice. Okay. All right? All right. Now, this is going to equate, and I swear there's some sort of hideout karma here. If, if you just end up getting clicks, then your kid's going to be okay. All right? Okay. But if you end up shooting yourself, not only are you going to be dead, but the kid that you've already impregnated your girl with is going to come out retarded. I haven't impregnated her yet. Oh, that's not what I heard. Need some help with that? You ready? <laughs> All right, here we go. Spin the chamber. All right. One. You ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good times. Are you, are you willing to go one more just to make sure you don't have a retarded? Now, you can bow out at any time and just take your take your pick, take your choices. It'll be like, you know what? I'm willing to risk it, but if I can do three, then I'm guaranteed to never have a retarded kid. Is it really worth going to this level for? Yes. God. What is this, childbirth uh, version of Deer Hunter? You ready? Let's go. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, now, you realize now. After chromosomes go away, go away, go away. So you're getting lucky. All right. That's two shots out of the six chambers. Okay. More than likely, you're down to a one in 25 chance now. You can bow out at this point. I'm feeling good. You can bow out and be like, okay, look, it's not going to happen. I'm going to take my chances with having a retarded kid. Or you're going to pull the trigger now when you know you get a one in four chance of blowing your head off. I'm going for it. i got to be honest with you, Punani. Hey, you're telling me I shouldn't be sitting on this side of the... Uh... I wouldn't. Yeah, I should move away. Is it wrong for me to want him to die? I'm ready to just go with a complete clean slit on the high out. <laughs> I'm ready to do this. Let's just take it to the next level. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is it, Dobbs. This is it. You ready? Yep. <laughs> yes! Oh, blood and gore on the walls. Somebody get Shafee on the phone. <laughs> you're splattered all over the wall because you're so selfish that you wouldn't have, you wouldn't want a retarded child. Yeah, that's about the the small and skinny of it. How dare you, man? I, I'm I'm not saying everything against him. I'd love him like he was my own. Of course you would. Because he would be. He's your kid. But it, 
it's a lot of work. And that's something I it would yeah. be a tough thing to go, to go through. Any kid's going to be a lot of work. That That's a lot of work I'm for not a gonna, very long time. I'm, I'm not, not saying there's anything wrong I'm with being tough. I'm not going to argue the merits right. of raising a, a special child. But I can't believe that you would be so selfish. Well, you know me. Yeah, believe I, it, buddy. As, believe it. As stupid as it sounds, I kind of agree with Dubs. I, I, I don't know. Maybe we're the weird ones. I think a lot of guys go through that fear. I mean, I know that. I, I haven't married. I've been engaged a couple times, and I've lived with chicks and stuff, and had a couple of scares and things like that. But that has always been in the back of my mind that, oh, special kid. And I, I don't mean special and mental. I mean just... Something different. I mean, you know, just something weird. Something not. I don't. I'm going to say this wrong, and someone's going to get pissed off again. Of course. I mean, but you know, just special needs, and you know, it, yeah, I think about it. I really do, and that's why I, I mean, I'm now. Well, don't point, do dope. And I'll, I'll. I don't. I don't either. And I'll admit it. That I'm a very selfish person, and that's yeah. where this is where it shows, you know. But that's what I want. That's my wants and what I would. Pull the trigger for. Matt, welcome into the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. You there? Yeah. Hey, what's up? What did you do? Uh, it's, I, quick point before I tell you my story. Don Holmes, the famous porn star, he used to bang guys, and he wasn't gay. He just did it for the fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're doing it for the fun of it, you're gay. No, well. If you're doing it for the cash or to get ahead some way. Then that that doesn't necessarily make you gay, but if you're doing it for the fun of it, what's for the enjoyment, the, there's nothing wrong with it. What's so wrong with being gay? There I don't isn't. understand. There this. isn't. But he said he wasn't gay because he did because he did it for the fun of it. Yes, you are gay. And there's nothing wrong with that. Well, what else you got, Matt? It was my, my senior year in high school. I was terrible through math all my life, and I needed to pass this one math class. It was the only one that I was worried about. That if I didn't pass it, I wasn't going to graduate. And there was big fat girl in my class who was smart as hell and she said to me said i will tutor you a math and if i tutor you i guarantee you will pass but you have to have sex with me and this girl she was as sweet as can be but she, had, she hadn't had a boyfriend at all but she was so big and fat but she was smart and nice that and i needed a good i needed to graduate from high school that i had to do the deed and i graduated high school what it smell like what's, what's the drawback i don't see yeah it. that's the drawback not... See, I'm not kidding. I'm not just saying because I'm on the right end to be funny. Was the drawback a stab? 300 pounds. So? Yeah, Punani's into that. 300 pounds. Punani's like, well, I'm winning both ways. Dude, I man, I, I would have loved that in high school. I had to bang a slim, pretty chick. <laughs> you poor guy. Oh, it was disgusting. So did you? Did it get around to your buddies? I mean, did you tell your buddies that you were going to have sex with this fat girl so no, that no, you could pass? Because she was so nice, she said, I won't tell anyone. I so, promise. She was so upset. That she was going to go through high school without having sex. And I was so upset that I was going to go all the way through high school and find out that I'm going to have to take summer school or something. So I helped her out, and she helped me out. But she kind of came out on the winning end of it, and I wasn't too into that at all. And so, hey, Matt, how's the wife doing now? Uh, not too good. <laughs> it's not yeah, actually, the bad thing is, is she's now in a uh, history class of mine in college, and every once in a while she give me like a wink and a nod. <laughs> Dude, you ought to be tapping. You ought to be tapping. Well, do you have McDonald's with you? <laughs> that might be the reason. What is she a history whiz? Come up to me and say, "Hey, you need any extra help?" Oh, oh. you need to know what happened on D Day. Bigger since high school. 
Oh, that much more loving for you? Come on. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll give you Punani's email address. He's looking to hook up with a fat girl. In yeah, college. I was a history major. <laughs> All right, bro. Thanks, yeah, man. Thanks a lot, man. What thing. Good job. <laughs> Wow, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Punani, is there anything that you'd be willing to play Russian roulette for? Radio roulette? Yeah, lose 50 pounds. <laughs> you would, all right, that's actually, I don't think, I honestly don't think, I mean, it, trust me, you guys know me. I mean, at one time, I was a little stud dog. I was, you know, 5'6", 165 pounds. Stud I could, dog. I could do five miles. This is when I was in the Army. I could do five miles in like 20, you know, I think it was 27 minutes or whatever it was in my best time. You know, and I, it was great. I remember back then, and then I hit radio, and I, you know, literally, and I, I, I just... How long have you been in radio? Five years. In five years, you ballooned up this yeah, about, bad. About 30 pounds. About 30 pounds in five years. And that's what's so funny about, especially, you know, guys like Punani, if you literally just hit the gym and didn't eat everything in sight at the bakery yeah. you work at... Well, hey, that's t taste testing, man. You'd be okay. Oh, but, uh, yeah, but... I, uh, but people so want it so instantly... Yeah. ...that they're willing to put their lives at risk, be it Fin Fin or Radio Roulette. All right, I'll tell you, you got this. got a point there. I didn't think of that Fin Fin thing. <laughs> I'll tell you this. All right. Four shots. Four shots. you got to pull the trigger four times. How about, how about, how about I, each time I pull the uh, trigger, I lose 10 pounds? Oh, and then you want to stop? And I'll stop when I feel comfortable. At what point you're happy? Right. Okay. I'm willing to do wow. this. All right. Pass, pass the gun to Punani. Oh, this could suck. I could be dead right now, huh? Okay. You're going to be dead tomorrow anyway of a cardiac arrest. That's I, why I, I need to pull the trigger. Oh, I am getting chest pains. It could, this could be the night. This could be the highest rated show, you know. I'm so okay. hoping. I'm so hoping you die on the air. <laughs> All right. Spin the chamber. You ready? This is for 10 pounds, Punani. 10 pounds. Ooh. There goes 10. Okay, so that takes me down to about 210. Oh, whatever. Like you're at 220. 210, 220. I'm about there, right in there. Uh, are, you, are you seriously? Yeah. I just, I, I, I mean, believe that. I, 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 trust me, I look like a fat body, and that's he, what I am. I am look, I'm a fat He's foot. five foot. Yeah, oh, please. What am I, a freaking smurf? What are you, 5'2", five, five, two, 220? Yeah, I'm 5'6". Five, six and a half, roughly. Let's now, you realize you do this, you could lose your 50 pounds. Oh, I'll lose 50. I'll lose that 210 one way or another. Let's do it again. One more time here. Let's at least get me down there. Okay, ready? Here we go. Oh! Splattered everywhere. He lost the 60 pounds in his head. <laughs> and it's all over. Ooh, it's in J-Dub's lap, man. <laughs> all right, now, Hepe, how about you? What would I be doing? Yeah. Hold on, let's talk to John. Johnny, welcome into the hideout. You there? Man, what's yeah. up with the phones? What's up, bro? Yeah, it's the last job I had. I used to work at a, at a mechanic place, and uh, what we used to do is we would, like, set this question up for us once a week. You know, you know, anybody would try to figure out a good question to ask everybody. And the one that I remember the most was, uh, you know, would you give this, would you give an old dude, like an old rich dude, you know, like oral? What? For like five million dollars, I think it was. And this is what you guys would do while you're sitting around fixing cars? No, there was nothing to do. You know, <laughs> give all the old guys while you fix cars. <laughs> you know, it's so funny you bring this up, oh Johnny. There's a there's a porn that I recently bought. I can't remember which one it was, but it's actually set at a mechanic's place. I've watched one of those. And it's this really ah. it's this really hot chick, and they they don't tell you any of the backstories because it's like my favorite porns where it's just the clips of the yeah. actual sex. And so whenever you're there, it's like a convertible, and you know he she's standing up at the convertible, and he's sitting down. 
performing oral, if you know what I mean. Uh, and so eventually he ends up banging her, right? So at the uh, end of it, once he once he finishes all over her beautiful, you know, face, he, she's like, all right, great. And she's like, you know, wiping everything off, you know, trying to be able to see again and stuff. Yeah. And she's like, so can we go get my car fixed now? <laughs> Has anything like that ever happened to you? Uh, not in particular, no. But, uh, you know, I... I've... I do remember a couple of, uh, uh, couple of, you know, I wouldn't say middle age, maybe a little older. And you know, as I'm fixing their car, they want to, they they would want to watch me do it. And they're like, oh, oh, they want you to, can I, can I help you with that? And I'm like, uh, they want to watch you bend over into the hood. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. All right, thanks. Did you ever give oral to the old guy? No, no, that was, it was just a question, you know, like... Sure like, it was, <laughs> when you're fixing cars in Potomac. Uh, thanks, bro. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Jackson, welcome into the hideout. What's up, buddy? What's up, Yo. buddy? I heard you were saying, uh, asking El Jefe what he would do to play Russian roulette. How about uh, you would play to get rid of that bald spot on the top of your head? <laughs> do you know me? No, I heard you on Run a Fest and you had a fist-sized bald spot. He does. I it's really terrible. Do. And only I think Dubs is the only person maybe in the city other than my ex-wife who's seen it. You know, I'm not that vain, though, man. I honestly don't think that I'm thanks a lot for the call. If you're then. doing an actual comb-over and won't let anybody see it, you are that vain. Not to put a gun to my head and play roulette for it, though. Yeah, I think you are. I, I think if I think if there was the actual guarantee at hand, you'd do it. I'll tell you this. One click. One click. One click. One click to get rid of the bald spot? Yeah, would you? Your life's still at risk. You're in a one in six chance. Would you still do it? No, because I have a huge hole in my head. No, I wouldn't do it. Then what would you do it for? There has to be something. There has to be something that's more precious than life to you. All right. You know what it is? Getting the show full time. Ooh. I swear to God. Hey, Cameron might take you up on that one. <laughs> I swear. In fact, how many clicks would you give it? There's this thing on on one per night on Russian. TV, they are doing this thing where they are going to have some dude play a game of Russian roulette on television, like on Channel 4 or something, BBC or something like that. No way. He's going to go around. He's going to be handing the gun to different people. I heard Robin talking about it on the Stern Show. He's going to be handing guns to people. They're going to put it to their head. They're going to pull the trigger. And he's going to tell the person when to stop. All right, like because he, he's like an illusionist or something. He's going to say, stop, don't pull the trigger, and then he's going to fire the shot. So, like, he'll be able to know when it all happens. Now, to pull the trigger for full time, you would do that. You'd pull the trigger. I, I would. Because you know what? There's nothing you else. What? There's nothing more that I want than to be able to be on five nights a week after all. How many seven. times? If it's, if it's one bullet in, in six chambers, I'd go at least three. Three? I'd do three times. You know what? I'll join you on two. So that's five all together. Oh, I get the six bullet? <laughs> we'll just pass it around? Yeah, want to just pass it around? I d let's do collectively four, then. Collectively four? Okay. Hold on a second. I'm putting a call in. Make this happen. Hi, this is Cameron.
Cameron Gray, Operations Director for 106.7 WJFK. Leave me a message, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks for calling. I'll record your message at the tone. When you're finished, hang up or stay on the line for further options. All right. Do you want to conference this with Alan, too? No, he can pass this message on to Alan. Okay. Somebody's going to have to clean up in this room. Here's the thing, Cameron. We want full time. We want five nights a week. We want after Ron and Fez from 11 to 1. I want it so bad, I'm willing to play radio roulette. I'm willing to put the gun to my head and pull the trigger. Dubs and I are going to pass it back and forth. I guess twice. Uh, yep. A total of four clicks. If it, In a six-chamber gun. If you If we do this... And we don't end up shooting ourselves. We want full time before the end of the year. That quick. If one of us ends up dying, we won't bother you for four months about it. The blood's on your hand. On your hands, Cameron. You ready, Dubs? I'll go first. All right. That's one. That's one, Cam. All right. Ready? Let's do it. Hold on a second. That's two. We're two away now. Got to give it to us, Cam. Here you go. All right. All right. This is the last one. You ready? If we get it. By the end of the year, you son of a bitch. Yes! Full time. Full time. By the end of the year, it's a demand. Make it happen. You, Alan, Cameron, any of you guys. All right. We'll pull it. Two more times. Two more times if we're guaranteed mornings after Stern's contract's up. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go that far. We already got nights. What do you want to push it any further for? I don't, I don't want to take over immediately after Stern. All right, right now, that game was for us to go 11-1. to 1. Let's do what everybody wants to happen anyway. We're now going to do it two more times. Okay. Move Ron and Fez to middays to hide out at night. Okay. Ready? Who's pulling? I am. Okay. Guns in my hands, asswipe. Blood you, on your hand! You killed him! You like that, Cam? You killed him. You don't got a lunch buddy anymore. You don't have anybody to give bobbleheads to anymore. Hold the funeral. We got greedy. That's what happens. Yeah. You get greedy. You get greedy, you want more and more and more. Why weren't we happy with just 11 to 1? Why aren't we just happy we're doing Saturday night? We're willing to put the gun to our head for full time. We get full time, what happens? We start bitching so that we can get regular. And what happens? You killed me. You killed me because you're the one that wanted to do it twice. I wanted to do it for mornings. Now you want to do it and call it J-Dub's Treehouse. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Mandatory Marilyn Manson. Coma White. My favorite radio star is dead. Thanks, Dubs. Thanks for killing me. El Jefe side out, 106.7 WJFK.
Territory, Marilyn Manson, Coma White. 106.7 WJFK and El Jefe's hideout. Of course, if you hear Manson Saturday night, it's got to be the hideout. And mandatory Manson brought to you by Insert Sponsor here. As we uh, at the hideout are looking for sponsors, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Got greedy, bro. I know. We, we just we got to be patient. Take our time. Not be so eager. Just be happy with what we have. And then, you know, grass always looks greener. That, that's never in us, though. That's never been in us, you know? We've never been able to just be content with what we got. Is that part of ambition? It might be. It might be, you know, we're just very greedy. Selfish. Greedy, and selfish. greedy and selfish. Is that is that why you think people cheat? I would say, yeah. You know, if you're putting someone's feelings that much at risk for your own 20 minutes of pleasure, if that. Now, don't you think that cheating is, uh, honestly, what's wrong with cheating? I'll be perfectly honest with you. It's, it, uh, doesn't the concept, and uh, forgive me if I sound a little bitter here, okay? But doesn't the concept of marriage just not make any sense? Where you are bound to one person for the rest of your natural life, according to what this marriage is supposed to be and the vows that you make? I guess it can just just considers what kind of person you are, but yeah, in in any other uh, any other species, there's no such thing as you know just pick one mate and then stick with it for the rest of your life, especially with people like uh, with uh, things that live as long as we do. Now, Punani, you're a pretty deviant. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> have you yeah. have you ever been the other man? Have you ever had sex with a married woman? No. And would you? No. How about a how about a, a chick that's just seen some guy? It, at once, and it was one of those things where super hot chick. I mean, and does that I, make I a pulled, difference though? In this case, it did, but it was wrong. I mean, I, I don't need so even nailing a chick, even being too friendly with a chick who has, you know, a significant other, not boyfriend, not you know, a relationship. There's no way I'd touch that. I don't understand what the problem is because when it comes down to it. It's just sex. Is it or is it not simply sex? It's not. Let's say you're able to say, look, I, I, I don't love you. You set the ground rules like on Fra uh, Seinfeld. When Jerry and Elaine decided they were going to have sex, we're just going to have sex. There were rules. We're not going to stay the night. We're not going to feel obligated to call. You know what I mean? Uh, we but, yeah, but a lot of times... Those uh, signals get mixed in the end anyway. But no, what if you, uh, all right, so you do, you do your thing, you finish, and you move on. You're like, that was great. Up top. Up top. Uh, I'll, I'm not going to call you tomorrow because that's part of the rules, but let's get together later on. We'll go grab a bite to eat, maybe see a movie or something. Almost sounds like our relationship. It does. How great would that be if you had a vagina? Why would... do I have a vagina? Well, because I'm always the you dominant. Always, you always have the tease, so. I'm the dominant guy in the relationship. Why do I have the tease? You already do. It's not a far stretch if you just talk. <laughs> do you ever do that? I tuck constantly. <laughs> I, I, did, I used to, to freak my girlfriend out all the time. I tuck and I do a little dance. <laughs> right in the mirror. I pretend like it's Silence of the Lambs. I do. I'll do it occasionally. <laughs> it's so sad is it doesn't take a lot of time to talk. JD here? Yeah. Bring him in. Yeah, JD can get in on this conversation. JD, the creator and the upkeep 
webmaster of elhefe.tk. And it just got word there's going to be jdubs.tk. What up? What's up, dog? How you doing, man? Have a seat, bro. Get his mic on. Welcome into the hideout, JD. Ah, uh, it's good to be back. Thank you for, uh, you know, keeping up with elhefe.tk. Sure. And thank you for getting on uh, jdubs.tk. I'm very happy about that. What? He's putting that up for me. You're not really putting up jdubs.tk, are you? Absolutely. Are you really? Well, you know, he wants to do the whole tree show or whatever you're talking about. Treehouse. Treehouse. The treehouse. I'll tell you what. You can't. I do not allow you to have jdubs.tk <laughs> until it's at least El Jefe and jdubs. Why would you have jdubs.tk? What are you going to put on there? What are you going to announce? What, that, sh what that, show do you have? That is exactly why everybody needs to uh, go to jdubs.tk once it's up to see what JD and I have come up with. Is it going to be a fake radio show like the Cosmic No, Americans? no, no. It's, it's going to be very tied in with uh, the hideout. But it'll go further. More in depth. Into what? Into the mind of J-Dub. Why wouldn't we put that on elhefe.tk with the hideout? <laughs> because it's elhefe.tk. We should be going to the mind of elhefe. Well, what if we just give him a J-Dub's page? Well, you know. I'd, I'm willing to do that. I want, I want That's for you to a argue web about. address. No, you don't need a web address. <laughs> Perhaps he's just, uh, you're his like loser friend that he doesn't want to be seen with anymore. Huh. Is that it? Yeah, no, you... no, man. We're we're tight. We're still tight like fat boy underwear. Now you that, know that. Now that you got Wonder Boy in your life, you don't need me anymore? I need you, man. I need you. But that's what you always say to your geeky friend you face to face. Make it wonderdubs.tk. Let's <laughs> go with that. That's catchy. Shut up. <laughs> Who invited you in? <laughs> you did. Oh, that's right. All right, J.D., if you do this, you're banned forever. You're hideout. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I pull a lot of thought around here. You, you're, you're on here whenever you want to be. <laughs> He's only 30% oh, of the show. I'm in the middle of this. <laughs> He's 30 Spoon's gone, and now I have to take the brunt of all this? <laughs> yes. It's you or it's Tommy, and I know Tommy could kill me with his bare hands. You do it, hideout pass revoked, J.D. I just wanted to let you know that. <laughs> He'd like to kill you with his bare hugs. <laughs> Getting back, he's so ready to hurt you. I know. He's so ready to hurt you. John, welcome into the hideout. You there, Hello? John? Yeah, what's up, bro? Hey, how you doing? What's up? Hey, uh, just uh, listening to you talk about uh, being faithful and stuff. Uh... What do you want to add? Well, I mean, uh, do you want somebody lying to you all the time? I mean, you just, you know, I mean... Do you just want a receptacle to to put it in, or you want somebody that cares about you and is not going to look out for you know for you too? I I want both of those, and that's why I would cheat. I want the receptacle for the side, and I want the person who's going to love me and care for me to be my girlfriend and or wife. Yeah, but you're going to lie to your you're going to lie to the mother of your kids, or you know, and what if what if she does the same thing to you and say the kids aren't yours and uh, you know you're paying child support for. 20 years for them, putting them through college, et cetera, et cetera, you know? You know what? Honestly? I mean, you can't have, you can't have everything. Sure you can. I'll tell no, you this. You can, but you're going to get caught sooner or later. And, or you're going to get you stuck know, in a really bad situation. No you never been burned yourself. Yeah. You know, you never loved a girl and had her, you know. Uh, Not that I know over of. Over you and how you, how you felt. You know what? I'll say this. Not that I know of. And I and I don't care if she cheats. I just rather not know about it. Thank you for the phone call, John. I honestly, I could give a damn if my ex-wife had done it. I could give the future mother of my children. I don't care if she cheats, just so long as I don't find out 
and I don't end up catching anything. And obviously I catch something, and that's how I would find out, unless I got it from my receptacle. Would you want to know, Dubs? There's some people that would want to know if, they're, if their person's Definitely. banging. Definitely I would want to know. Why? Because yeah. I wouldn't want to be with someone that did that. Did that. Seriously. You know, I, wouldn't want, I don't want to go where any other guy's gone. Is it worth the heartache, though? Definitely. I'm, I get over stuff really quick, too. You know, and if I... No, you don't. You just let it out on the air, and you go set up other websites because you're <laughs> unhappy with your relationship. I'm very happy with my relationship. With me? No, not oh. at all. I, I'm, not, I'm not happy with my relationship with AllHappyDay.TK. I need my own. I need, I need a little strange. <laughs> I need a little strange site. A little, a little strange on the web? Yeah. Hey, how's your job hunt going, J.D.? I got the... Uh, I just quit radio. So put it all together. No, I'm still doing the internet internet show, but uh, I gotta how long? I'm, I'm in TV down there now in Virginia Beach. Are you really? TV commercials, yeah. Well, you producing them or producing, what? Yeah. Well, good for you, yeah. man. So, yeah, you gotta move to a smaller town, and do something. That's oh, yeah, definitely. That's, how you, yeah, that's how you usually yeah. have to start. But network from there, and I'm sure you get on the air down there somewhere. Yeah, well, I got some, I got some, uh, you know, contacts down there. So, don't you have a girl? Yeah. What? You ever cheat on her? No. Not at all. No. Now, how about this? Has she ever cheated on you that you know of? No. And what, what's cheating? What I want to know, yeah. But I, I would want to know. Why would you want to know? Oh, absolutely. I don't want to be with someone who's going to cheat. I mean, there's, you know, there's plenty of people out there to be with. Why be with someone that cheats? Just a waste of time. I don't understand why you'd want to know. That. Like, because if you didn't know, then you'd never have to go through the heartache. You, ignorance is bliss. Uh, what if you did find out? Would you want to know, like, who it was? But At that point, I'd want to know it all because I'd want to know whether or not they need to go to get checked out, what I need to do, who it was, if if they've been in my house, if they've been wearing my shirts, things <laughs> like that. Locking your deadbolt. Shut you up. know what? The reason I would want to know is because if they're lying to you about having sex with someone else, they're lying to you about a million other things. You know, about their past, about stuff they're other stuff they're doing, other than just sex. What if it's just the relationship, though, man? 800-636-1067. And you know what? You know she's spending your money on him, too. And that would piss me off. Uh, you got a point there. Yeah, that's a good one. If, you, if I think, you know what? I think that would piss me off more than having sex with somebody else, the fact that they're spending my money on, like, hotel rooms oh. and the bush light <laughs> to, to get the night going. Maybe I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Too much is coming into, the, into play now. So anyway, as it turns out, the people are getting busted through cell phones. It happened over in Italy. There was this big thing about cell phones are now revealing uh, the sleeping habits and the affairs of other people. So I've got these little five rules. If you were going to cheat, because let's face it right now, somebody is listening to our voices in the hideout, either driving on the Beltway or in Manassas, Somebody listening to this show right now is, is, cheating. is going to get some strange Yep. at this very moment. Maybe they're getting strange right now while they're listening to us. Or coming home with, like, the stank on the tongue and the fingers. Just wash their uh, their parts into the, uh, in the, the Marriott toilet, Sink. you know? <laughs> the toilet? Yeah. Oh. Somebody's that's, doing That's it. the water with the chlorine in it. That's where you got to go. Is this what you learned when you were at the Marriott? Yes. So this is what you got to do to not get caught, because most times you're going to have the contact either through your email or your cell phones. And in Italy, it's happening on the cell phone. So it's the five golden rules offered by an Italian detective agency as a guideline 
for cheating spouses to avoid getting caught when using the cell phone. After a call is made or received, immediately delete every trace of the number from your cell phone and then even call a relative or a friend whose number is recognizable to both spouses. So that way, because you know what? And I don't know if anybody's chick has ever done this. Oh, man. If they actually go through your phone and, like, dial down, you know, on where it has call history, missed calls, incoming calls. Yeah. I, they're all call lists. My ex, <laughs> you know, my girlfriend used to do that all the time. She would check the numbers? Yeah, she used to do it all the time. Just because just she used to be filling around on my phone, and she'd just go to that and look through it. Who's this? Who's this? Really? I, she wouldn't be mad. You know, just... And what would you say when it uh, was uh, some strange? It was never some strange. <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to, say, I'm trying to make him uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, that was my uncle. <laughs> that was my dad I didn't talk to in years. <laughs> yeah, weird he called me, huh? Yeah. Oh, he wants to give me some money. Um, delete all text messages, even the most beautiful. Ignore any desire to conserve them for reading again later. And that's usually how people get busted more often. They get this sentimental thing, and they want to hold on to it, and they want to remember that moment or that special night forever. Um, let's see. In case you get a call whenever you're with your partner. Here's the thing, too. Honestly, I wouldn't give them any form of communication. I'd be like, here's the deal. I'll get your number, and I'll call you when I'm ready to have sex. <laughs> yeah. And I'll call block... So that you can't get my phone number via your, um, your what is it, call identification? What's that? Caller ID. Caller ID. Or you would just have me call them. <laughs> Shut up. What happened with Alyssa? Uh, nothing. Have you, have no. you talked to her? No. Nah. Nothing's happened to Alyssa? Have you tried no. to contact her at all? No, I haven't. J.D., Alyssa's this chick who we met online. Really hot girl. And her friend Veronica's even hotter. <laughs> and we're trying to, you know, have her become the hideout horse. Oh, that'd be awesome. And Tommy's actually, trying to work it. And actually, no, no, no. Actually, I did ask if they would be interested in coming in next week for her birthday. And she say no? She said, we'll get back to you next week <laughs> the date. No. So, no. How many times are we going to get rejected as radio stars? Um, always have in mind some names uh, related to real situations, such as work, so you can fake the conversation to divert any sus any suspicions. So if you have your phone and you're with your girl and it rings and you notice... That it's the you know it's the number of your strange. You pick it up and you go, hell, hey, hey, Dubs, what's up, man? Yeah, I'll be in the prod two in a little while. Hang on, I'll be there in a second, bro. I'll talk to you later. And then you just have a quick conversation. I'm in the middle of something right now. Always try to have those scenarios in your head. Act as if the person on the line has called the wrong number. Um, I don't. I think that, that's, that's a hard one to play off. Who? <laughs> no, no. And then you run the risk of also, you don't want to piss your strange off. You know what I mean? You want to, who is this? Oh, no, thank you. I'm not interested. And then before you know it, you got to go look out for new strange. I don't agree with that one so much. And then um, unobtrusively turn off the phone, then claim you can't hear anything because there's a problem with the line. So you answer the phone call. It's what we do in call screen. Whenever we're screen whenever I'm screening phone calls in the back for Ron and Fez and it's a really crabby call. Yeah, like someone just like, Yeah, I got I, got, I can I can get in on this one. I I have a lot of experience in um You're like, Yeah, okay. what I am sorry, I'm losing you. What is it? Uh, 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 and we hang up on him. Uh, can you hear me? Can you hear me? You can hear him fine. Exactly. Um let's go to Renee. Renee, welcome into all half face hideout on one oh six point seven WJFK. Effie, how you doing? What's up, baby? Hey. How are you? How are you doing? Good. 
But, hey, I've been messing around with cheese face for a while, and uh, I need to stop that, and I'm wondering if you can help me get an honest woman. You've been sleeping with our listener cheese face? Yes. That guy's someone knows. Aren't you married? Yes. Did it start by sending crotch shots to him? Wow. So we got to find somebody for cheese face. Yeah, you do. I met cheese face the other day. No offense, hon. Uh, Dubs, I think the commercials are over here. N no offense to you, honey, but what's wrong with you for sleeping with cheese face? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> He's got something going on. Now, what about your husband, though? He doesn't care that you're sleeping with somebody else? He doesn't know. Wow. Can we tell him? No, that's <laughs> bad, huh? Huh? It's bad. He doesn't know, but yes, I am. Well, all right. I don't know what we can do for Cheese Face. Thank you for the phone call. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I can't believe, man. That's why he would actually sleep with Cheese Face. <laughs> I think sleeping with Tommy. <laughs> yep. why don't, oh, except for a less uncomfortableness. <laughs> why don't you be the other woman? Or a fat, balding Mexican. What is that? Why are you always attacking me? Because you're an easy target. JD, can you hang out for another segment? What are some other... I, I had you do some research, Tommy. Other signs that your spouse may be cheating. The stuff I found was just idiotic. Mm -hmm. uh, the passenger seat in the car has been moved or is not in the usual position. You can write that off and just say, I, I, I had my buddy in the car. You know, Dubs, he's like six foot three or whatever. An unusual number of hang-ups or wrong number calls. No. Telemarketers do not call us. Yeah. Look at me. I'm a great liar right off the top. Keep going. Test uh, me some more. Increase in ATM withdrawals. Check the transaction record to the ID with the withdrawal. Now, here's the thing, though. You, you do the withdrawal, but you never, ever, ever pay for the hotel room on the credit card. Always paying cash. In fact, Dubs, you worked at a hotel. How often, whenever people came in, could you tell? Oh, any time they came in for the day rate. You know, just have the uh, the hotel room from 12 to 8 p.m. You could buy that rate. Can you really? Yeah, and uh, it's a lot cheaper. And you know they're just going to hook up because uh, there's a there's one guy that came in there all the time with the same hooker, and she was definitely a hooker. You could just tell. And very beautiful woman, but this guy was he was effed, and you knew he was just buying the hooker, bringing her over, cheese face, throwing the swans. <laughs> How much is the day rate usually? Uh, like 60 bucks. That's it? Yeah. 12 to 8, huh? Something like that. I Mark that question. down as we help you go through your infidelity. <laughs> um, there's an unexplained aloofness or indifference in the relationship. But isn't that every relationship after six months? I honestly think that is every relationship. He joins a health gym or a weight-reducing clinic. <laughs> made... Visit. Hey, what if a guy just wants to get in shape? What's wrong with that? Because guys don't want to get in shape unless they're trying to get some strange. No, unless they're trying to get on TV. New hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing a new hairstyle. Sorry, I guess you won't be having that one. Much no, that won't be me. Uh, let's see. Your cheating husband tells you he's just hired a new assistant and that she's not very pretty. However, when you meet her, she's very pretty. But... That, that that's again, like that, that's the biggest sitcom uh, scenario I've ever heard. <laughs> Where'd this come from? What is it? It's that uh, cheatingspouse.com or something like that. Catchcheatingspouses.com or something. Yeah. Wow, man. So what? How would you? Have you ever had to wiggle out of a situation? Maybe not with this current girl, JD, but with another girl that you've been with. Not that I can recall. 
You never had to get out of a situation where you know you've been working another girl on the side, the cell phone calls, the email, the IM pops up at work. How about that one? Or have you ever been attracted to somebody at work and wanted to bang somebody at work and actually do it? No. No. Dubs? I'm a very boring sexual person. You are. Well, for those of you going out and getting strange tonight, hopefully we've helped you out a little bit. <laughs> hopefully you know how to not get caught. Bring some by WJFK, please. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of going out there and working for it, Tommy's just going to ask you to drive him by the studio. Drive him by the studio. Uh, all right, 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. See, you're pushing away all the help that we can get by keep continuously this, making this gay one, jokes. This is the one guy I've only made. This is the only guy I've ever made fun of. You've made fun of the rest of them and drove them off. I get to drive one off. It's <laughs> my turn. El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Number one. What? In gas stations, trailer parks, and gangbangs. Because quite frankly, that is our demographic. L.F.A.'s hideout at 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back to El Jefe's hideout 106.7 WJFK. My name is El Jefe. He is J Dove. Johnny Punani also here. 800 636 1067 JFK El Jefe. The AOL for broadband instant messenger, of course, elhefe.tk, E-L-J-E-F-E. And our good buddy, who is the creator of that site and does the upkeep on it, Mr. J.D. hanging out with us as well. How are you, bro? Well, I'm very well. Thank you. And uh, hybridradio.net, is that where people can hear your radio yep. show? That's where my demo is and uh, radio show. Yep, hybridradio.net. All of the uh, media moguls in town listen to this, so I highly encourage, if you need somebody to do weekend overnights, a shock jock, if you will, J.D. is that person for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Outstanding personality. And goddamn good at the website stuff, man. <laughs> Thank you again, LHFA.TK. Johnny Punani, hmm, how are you, bro? Oh, I'm chilling, man. So you'd never cheated at all, man? Uh, uh, like I said, the one time. Uh, and I, I just, it, it got to me and made me feel oogie. Dirty and evil. Yeah, I did. I, I don't know, man. I do have some morality. I just, you know. Dave, welcome into the hideout. Good. I'm on? Yeah, go ahead, bro. Hey, I, I just got three rules. You know, I've been I've been uh, married for about 25 years. <laughs> um, there's three rules to live by for a cheating guy like me. Okay. It, it can't be premeditated, so you just got to be out, and they're giving you the high sign, you know, like they give you. You know, they give you that look. And this is at the and, bar? Is this where you usually do it? Uh, yeah, usually in bars or just, you know, in my job, uh I'm a pilot with a major airline. You know, the flight attendants just give you the high sign, you know? Nice. That's got to be a cush gig. I mean, you, oh, man. you're going to other places. You know, there's no way you can get caught. So, um, and you, you, there's no reattacks. You can't do it more than once, you know? That's true, too. And that, it's like we were doing with the radio roulette dubs. We got greedy. It wasn't enough to do full-time. Yeah. We wanted to do the whole night slot. Yeah, you can't have any repeat offenders. Yeah, no reattacks. I was a Marine Corps pilot too, so you can't go in for the reattack. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the third rule? I thought you said you had and, three. And you can't uh, can't frequent. And they got to be married. They got to have as much to lose as you do. That's a great. That's point. interesting. Yeah, I hate to be feeding into the immorality of uh, yeah. Washington D.C., but as long as they have something to lose too. And, yeah, there you go. And they got to be. And that's what it is. You got ideally, I would assume, man, is that it's two people that are genuinely happy in their relationships. They just want 
something else. They just it, occasionally. It, 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 makes my marriage, it makes my marriage ten times better. You got kids and everything? Yeah, I've got five kids. Damn. <laughs> all with your wife or with other stewardesses around the nation? Uh, just, uh, all with my wife. Wow, bro. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's like once or twice a year, okay? It happens. It just happens, you know? <laughs> I didn't plan it. You know, know what? I don't read. Once or twice a year? That's not too bad. How long you been married? Exactly. 25 years? 50 other 25 chicks? 25 years, yeah. I don't see a problem there. Maybe that's yeah, me. It's not. You know, I sing in the church choir. I, you know, I'm a very religious man, but it just happens, you know. <laughs> I'm a sinner like the rest of the people on this planet, you know. Well, good for you. I love it when the church going, guys. Admit, yeah, good. I get some strange. You go to church on Sunday, I'm fine. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. You look shocked over there, J.D. You look like you can't believe that there are people in this world that nah, are doing this stuff. They have rules. There's certain things. I mean, that's there's certain things that I do, certain things I don't do. And that's one of them. Hmm? Yeah, certain things I won't, I won't be with people who cheat. You know, you talked about religion. And I was I love reading this. Has anybody picked up this Washington Post? The guys are over there are brilliant. They've put out this daily paper called the Express. Yeah, it's great. It's newspaper for dummies. It's it looks like a tabloid rag. I mean that's the way it's set up. And they've got a bunch of stories in there. You know, a bunch of articles because it's free. But it's great because it's so easy to just sit there and get caught up on all the news of the day. And they got great little things here and there. Yeah, you don't have to sift through all the BS, you know. <laughs> you have all these pages of stuff you don't want to read when you get the normal paper. Mm-hmm. And then you get this little express one. You get all the headlines. And you, if you do want to go more in depth, you buy the paper and you know where to go. Because here, I, I get intimidated by, like, big, like, uh, monumentous or monumental uh, tasks. Like, if I had to say, I'm going to sit here and read the whole Washington Post, I'd rather not do it. Oh, the, the Sunday paper scares the hell out of me. And it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, I'd just rather be ignorant and stupid than sit here and start an article and not finish it. Because I hate to start something and not finish it, so I'm the kind of person that just won't start at all. But with the Express, I know I can read it from front to back and get through it, no problem. And by the way, they're not paying us for this commercial. I genuinely read it every day, and I figured I wanted to kick a shout-out. I guess it's usually only put up like near metros and where people walk a lot. I don't know if you can really get it out in the Burbs or in Virginia or something like that. There was this great article, though, that I cut out called Prayers Postmarked, and it's God's Mail Offers a Glimpse into Private Pleas. Now, um, religion. If you've ever felt that your, your prayers went unanswered, try sending a letter to God, and the chances are that it will end up, as many do each year, at an Israel post office in Jerusalem, where they read and then send it on to the Holy Western Wall. Uh, the letters come from all over the world, el- elderly asking for good health, others seeking heavenly remedies for debts, relationship, resistance or assistance, help finding jobs, children asking God to spring them from their homework assignments, all this kind of stuff, I mean, just the really selfish stuff that you would figure people ask God for, it ends up happening a lot, actually. Wait a second. You all right, Dubs? You okay over there? Yeah. What? 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 It's Dubs Almighty. Whoa! Dubs Almighty? Wait a second, wait a second, hold on here. Dubs Almighty, welcome into El Jefe's Hideout. It's been a while since we've talked to you, man. You got an email that you want to check? Now, all these people over 
in Israel, or these people are sending their letters to God, it ends up over in Israel. You here in the 21st century with the AOL for broadband. Now you use Yahoo address. Okay. All right. So you actually have some mail that you want to check? Yeah, I, I'm really backed up. Okay, let's see here. You've got mail. What do you got? Let's start on this. Is there an animal with an easiest cleanup? From, from Big O underscore <laughs> and underscore <laughs> So these are the letters that you're getting. This is the email that you're getting from people. You've got mail. What else you got there? Should I go for a check from ABC's River? Oops. You know, there's a problem. We don't have high speed. And that's why you got to come to the JFK Studios. So what other ones do you got? You've got mail. I've sprung a major league. Can you help? Sign Hot Carl. Bro, bro, bro. Do you know how Carl Rove is? What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he's more associated with the devil, so you're okay there. You've got mail. What else you got there, Dubs Almighty? Oh, this is a good one. I followed your advice and bought him a Mexican restaurant in Sabah, Who's that one? Wow. Now you saw, was it your idea for Cameron to get me the bobblehead doll? Is that what it was? Is that for him to, our man love to consummate? Dubs Almighty in the studio with El Jefe's hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Uh, do you got any more there on your AOL for broadband? You've got mail. Yes, yes I've got, got a very, very good one. Please, I need some help with my career. If you don't, don't like my email, email, I'll come over to your house, house and kill you. Kill you. <laughs> From Man TV Sports. <laughs> Oh, you guys. How is he, he going to survive? You can't. You're Dubs Almighty. You can't tell him that he's effed. You've got mail. I got another one here. Which Hey, wait a second. Hold on. That's uncalled for. What are you reading my mail for? Move on. You've got mail. I got, I got one. one. Do you, you know, know who Corky Bob's supplier is? I'm Jones over here. Thanks. Thanks. Rush, Rush underscore, underscore two, two underscore three. Three. Now, how are people supposed to trust you, Dubs Almighty, with your emails, if uh, if they're emails, if you're going to come on the air and read these? 
You got anything else there? You've got mail. Hey, uh, uh, Dubs Almighty, I, just a silly question, kind of going back to Sea Daddy's uh, uh, email. I mean, you know, he's one of them. I mean, do you really, you know, one of them? So are you going to answer his email? What do you mean, one of them? He's a program director. Oh, a program director. I see. What do you think I meant? I thought you were going for the whole Jewish. Oh, thing. I wouldn't do that. Oh, come on. What are you talking about the new 1067? What are we going to be doing together? Don't worry. Just, just go, go, just go, just go, go to where, where you want to go, go, and you'll, you'll get, get everything you want. want. Shut up. You've got mail. <laughs> you got anything else there, Dubs Almighty? I think you got one more. Do you? Um, what do you need? You've got mail. Um, I'm just, uh, okay. okay. Why, why won't Alyssa and Veronica return any of my emails and phone calls? They seem to like me before. They met me in person. I love them. So Tommy's trying to get you to hook him up with chicks. And finally, one more. You've got mail. Okay. Sounds like you had a tough day. <laughs> yeah, it's a really, really rough day. Man. Do you know anyone who's hiring a middle-aged board now? Three, three, three babies, three mamas, no show, no future. From All right, that's it. I got to get rid of you. I get, bring, bring Dubs back. Dubs. <laughs> you okay, man? I'm good. What happened to you? You all right? You seem like you're a little flushed. It's an adrenaline rush. Is it? Yeah. Every time that bastard comes out. Wait a second, you can't call him a bastard. He's using my body, I can call him whatever I want. Matt Albert, welcome into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Hey, hey guys. What's up, buddy? I got two things, okay? Speaking of email, I got, a, I got an interesting one from Punani. Uh-oh, here we go again. Damn, Matt Albert, where's the love? What did Punani send you? Okay, I'm asking your advice on how to get a, seat, a, a sip of fine darkberry wine called Stephanie Albert. Mm -hmm. I sent her the pastries I baked myself and the naked pictures of my masculine but also feminine body featuring my puffy nipples. <laughs> Please help this Nubian princess realize I am her Caucasian king, angry blue bog baker at AOL.com. That is your email address, Punani. I know that's your email address. I have You, you send me the uh, Ron Fez dump logs every day. You know, Matt Albert, here's the thing, okay? I told everybody that I was delivering a cake at a wedding. No, I was driving all over Frederick trying to find your sister, man. What's up? You gave me the wrong damn address. Good comeback, What the hell's the matter with you? All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Matt Albert. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Dubs Almighty, you look a little spooked there. Are you okay? I'm doing all right. I actually think, man, next time Dubs Almighty comes out, he needs to read the bit for him. 
hey, Dubs, I mean, do you always, do you always end up with the uh, Woody when Dubs Almighty jumps into your body? What's it like to be taken over by I a mean, deity? Really, I, I don't remember a whole lot. I'm rather impressed. He, uh, he comes through in weird areas. Like, I don't want to tell you where he comes in through. He has to... There's only so many orifices on a body uh, uh, an entity can come through. Please tell me it's your nostrils. Just say that. Just say it's your nostrils, your ears. It doesn't even have to be eyes. That, that counts as an orifice, right? Yeah, it is. Sure, yeah. He comes through <laughs> my beautiful brown eyes. <laughs> All right, I've had enough of you. <laughs> All right, it's uh, El Jefe sign out 106.7 WJFK. It is Latino Heritage Month. And what always throws me over, actually, it's Hispanic Heritage Month, but I don't like to say Hispanic. I like to say Latino. And it's weird because it runs from the 15th of September to the 15th of October. So it actually runs through two months, but it's 30 days. So I have a song that I want to play for you, my brethren. Then we'll come back with El Jefe's headlines and see if we can find By Curious BJ. I don't know what happened to the son of a bitch, but he's gone. So we'll take a break. Actually, we'll play some music for you. A great Mexican band by the name of Molotov. This is Frijolero on 106.7 WJFK. Pensando tu familia mientras que pasas Dejando todo lo que tú conoces atrás Tuvieras tú que esquivar las balas De unos cuantos gringos rancheros Les seguirás diciendo good for nothing with back Si tuvieras tú que empezar de cero No want you look down on what your feet is claiming Say you went so that makes you take shit for granted If not for Santa Ana just to let you know That where your feet are planted would be Mexico Correcto Don't call me gringo you Stay on the side of the goddamn river, don't 
Back inside the hideout on 106.7 WJFK, Chris Rock from the MTV Video Music Awards, uh, what, about a month or so ago, talking about 50 Cent. A little joke about 50 Cent here and there, and um, I don't know how it happens, man. 50 Cent uh, is, makes the top of the headlines. Rapper 50 Cent has bought a Farmington, Connecticut mansion that once belonged to former heavyweight champion Mike Tyson. The rapper bought the 48,000-square-foot mansion for $4.1 million, according to the records on file with the town clerk. The property, which includes a 52-room home, servants' quarters, and a boathouse, was bought from Tyson's ex-wife, Monica Turner Tyson. Farmington is a capital, or actually a suburb of the state capital, Hartford. Now, to me, 50 Cent has had one song in the club. Maybe he's had a couple others. You're actually into the to the rap scene, aren't you, JD? Yeah, not well, a little bit. Yeah, recently, yeah, more so than more than usual. I like Fifty Cent's "Into Club." It's a great song. It's going to live on forever. It's just going to be one of those songs that whenever you hear it, you're going to dance to it. You're going to groove to it a little bit. Here's my point specifically, though, about Fifty Cent spending 4.1 million dollars on a home. I got two words for him: MC Hammer. What happens to these guys who they get a little bit of success, they have one album, you know, they, they get all this hype up, and they go out and they immediately blow it on $4.1 million homes, dumbs. This is the difference between MC Hammer and 50 Cent. MC Hammer didn't tie himself in with really good, he was a gimmick. The guy was a gimmick through his whole career. This guy is t- tying himself in with Dr. Dre, Eminem. These people are going to be around for a while, and they're going to take care of him as long as, you know, everybody's rubbing each other's back. He'll he'll come out with five more hit records. So you, honest, you honestly believe that 50 Cent has staying power? And he's going to be around so. like Dre has been around for 10 or 15 years or so. If he sticks around with Dre, yeah. JD, yeah. you shake your head? No, I don't think, I don't think he's all that great. I mean, in the club, it's even just semi-good. 
I mean, it's very catchy. It's got a good flow. He's got a good sound because he was shot in the face, like Chris <laughs> Rock alluded to, so he has like that mumbling sound or whatever. But what do you think, Punani? What's rap? <laughs> <laughs> what do you listen to? What's in your Eminem? Car? I mean, the only thing I know is Eminem. I love Eminem. I mean, that's other than that. Oh, what's in my car right now? Um, <laughs> uh, uh, mullet rock. Is it really? Yeah. The mullet rock? I got, I got the... Comp, uh, what do you call them? Compendium, whatever it's called. Uh -huh. The thing you buy off of, off the TV. The compilations. Compilations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know what the hell a compilation was? I couldn't remember the word, a, man. A I, yeah. You know, come on. You know I'm stupid and illiterate. Come on. Quite. Uh, go ahead. Um, you know that I bought that CD like the week it came out, and I called you. I'm like, this this CD is going to be a hit. I I just listened to the whole thing all the way through. And I can tell that that guy can will be around for many more years. Is it just because he has that shot-in-the-face sound, or does he legitimately have some rapping and lyrical talent? He's got street credit. It's, oh, because he's been shot. He's been shot nine times. Yeah, I mean, no one's going to think he's a sellout, really. You know, maybe some people are going to go, oh, he sold out, he sold out. But anybody who's shot nine times can have the street credit for life. You know, anybody who survives anything like that and actually was in a gang and all that kind of stuff, they have they have street credit and they're going to be sticking around. Punani, I hear the other CD that you have in your little uh, CD changer is a CD named "Songs to Bake Sweets To." <laughs> is, is that true? My oh. door doors stay. Yeah, songs to eat sweets to. <laughs> that one too. You bake them on track one and then you eat them on track th three through seven. Cho chocolate is a natural high. You know that's the number one song. Yeah. No, I want to put this out there though. When is enough enough, Dubs? Let me ask you, hopefully one day, you know, we've got the full-time thing going. We're making enough cash. But what is enough cash? When is enough going to be enough? Especially for a guy like 50 Cent, 52 rooms in this house he's got. When is enough enough? It's kind of like when we were playing Russian roulette, radio roulette. There, you always get, you know, you're like, all right, I'll be happy with this. Pull the trigger. You get it. You're like, okay. Well, I can I can roll this dice again and keep on going up 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 till I shoot myself in the face. That's a, right. That's true, and I think it has to do a lot with greed. And I wonder though, like look at these major companies. Look at these major major companies out there who work slashing jobs, thousands and thousands of jobs, just to have the stock up, go up just a little bit more, just so that people who already have millions and millions of dollars can get their bonuses. So they can make a few extra million dollars. When is enough enough? Especially well, I don't in this think society. that's a bad thing, especially because if you listen to Bush, that's all going to trickle down to us. That's right. We're going to get all of that. That's right. But cutting the jobs, having a few uh, CEOs get all of their bonuses means at some point we're going to create those jobs that we happened to cut in the first place. Exactly. And then the economy will boom. Now you're getting it. I'm glad. Look at that. You see how smart this guy is? You see how he's able to break it down into layman's terms? Dubs, your guy. I, I am layman's terms. <laughs> that should be your new nickname. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I would honestly say enough is enough when I don't have to worry about bills anymore. When I could legitimately pay all of my bills, have no debt... Maybe not even own a house, but be able to make all of my bills and still be able to go out and have, you know, have a decent time and not worry about, damn, I only got 10 bucks. Should I really go to Baja Fresh and get a burrito? And that's all I can do. Where I don't have to sit there and think about being so fiscally responsible. Punani, 
Do you have enough now? Yeah, I'm I'm fine. And you don't feel like you need to work for anything more. Well, I mean, you know, everybody knows I got the bakery now, and that's sort of a you know, I'm a small business owner type thing. And you own that bakery? Yeah, I'm an owner. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, but this is this is I mean, it's sort of it's it's me and uh, a couple other people. It's I'm sort of a group ownership thing. So I did not know you owned the yeah, bakery. Yeah, it's an investment. So. So you actually work there and own it and the whole thing, huh? Yeah, I'm the best damn janitor owner in the world. Well, good for you, brother. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Um, this actually came out again from the Express. The top ten overall places to grab and go, according to the trade magazine QSR's Best drive through at America Rankings. I don't think anybody's going to get what's on number one. Number one happens to be my favorite of all time. Dubs? I, I think I know. Do you really? Yeah. All right, what's your number one first? My number one would probably be Wendy's. Wendy's is at the top. Why for you? Why for me? Is it because, honestly, we've worked near a lot of Wendy's, so Wendy's has always been steadily accessible? It's been faster than any other fast food place I've been to, really. You you think fast, you think McDonald's and all that. And when, before I started going to Wendy's, I'm like, oh, they, they try to take too much time. It's not really fast food. But seriously, that's the quickest place I've ever been able to get a burger. Wendy's is top for you. Punani? Yeah, whatever's open and uh, has a short line. That's. But no, where's your favorite? Where would you rather uh, go to? Damn. You know, I've never really thought of. I guess Wendy's. And it's not. I mean, I've just always like the Wendy's burgers. They they do seem. Yeah, to, I, I don't know why. I mean, yeah. And the Frosties. Yeah, God, I love Frosties. Man, I'm a Frosty. Frosty killer, man. And <laughs> I've had a Frosty forever. Man. That's gonna be a rap name. Frosty Forever? No, Frosty Killer. Frosty Killer. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we change your name now? You know what, J.D., I got a request for the website for next week. All right. Go ahead and change Punani's name to Frosty Killer. <laughs> and I, I, want to see, I want somebody to scour the web and see if they can find a picture of a fat kid digging into a Frosty. Oh, I'm sure that's going to be <laughs> And that's, that's the photo that's going to go on elhefe.ck. Can't, can't that be my street name, Frosty Killer? Kind no. of like Ghostface Killer. No. <laughs> that, that, the guy gives you street. I want, yeah, I want to. Yeah, well, I get hit nine times with a frosty spoon or something, you know. <laughs> Can we do this to you next week? Well, oh, oh, yeah. Well, do I have frosty, frosty toss? How about this? Like fling Frosties at him with a spoon? Can we can we throw Frosties at you and see if you can catch them with your mouth? <laughs> oh, you guys will intentionally miss. No, we won't. Oh, wait a second. We, okay, let's set this up. Here. Whoever gets right. the most points. I mean, we're we're trying to win. We'll put something on the line. Right. You got to sit there, shirtless. Okay. <laughs> no problem. And we'll get scoops of frosty. Okay. And whoever can get it in your mouth gets a certain number of points. And we try to go up to I don't know, maybe ten points or so. Right, I mean, we got. I mean, we got anything to give away? We get the damn. Uh... Get some people in here. Today. Yeah, like we have things to give away. Oh, go talk to Tammy, man. We'll set this yeah. sucker up. Tammy hates us now. We'll give away absolutely nothing. Oh, well, I'll do it. That's no problem. She's mood swinging right now. That, well, you know, it's a Prager's thing, man. Yeah, pregnancy will do that, too. She really doesn't seem to like me in the past month or so. Have you noticed that? Yeah, she's, she's kind of gotten off me, too. She kind of hates me, too. Does she really? I think she's... I, I, I really do think it's a pregnancy, though. Was it, is it your baby? <laughs> Hopefully it's not touched. <laughs> you played the Russian roulette and you lost. <laughs> oh man, Tammy's a sweetheart. I know. I'm sorry to hear that, man. I love that. Well, love the wrong word. Yeah, duh. Um, what about you, JD? What do you prefer when you're rolling in fast food? I don't like fast food too much, but I guess the McDonald's for the fries. Those fries are dick. Yeah. I think there was actually a lawsuit for that. So let me see here. Where did everybody rank? 
Wendy's ranked number three according to this list. That's 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 good. You consider looking at the rest of the list. Now this wasn't on my list. Can you check this? White Castle. Yeah. White Castle. <laughs> Oddly enough, left off the list. Wow. White Castle not even in the top ten. Now I don't believe there are any White Castles around here, are there? No. Nah. No. Nah. Nah. I think I think it's Pennsylvania. It's the closest one. Pennsylvania, big in Michigan. I can know that they have them up in New York. White Castle is known for these little things called we call them sliders because they slide right through you. And they're they, uh, they they have like this almost this gel right on top of the burger, and it is so damn tasty. This gel. Do you remember? Do you remember in uh in like high school and stuff when you would go and you would buy food from the cafeteria uh. and they had those little. Like little bitty, like it looked like chicken slabs inside inside a biscuit. That's what it is, except it's, what is it, onion beef? It, it's, it's actual beef. No, it's not. It is. I, I, it, I defy is, you to prove <laughs> that White Castle is actually beef. It's actually beef, but it's steam cooked. Oh. It's steam cooked with onions on it. It's the most disgusting thing ever. But it's great. It's a 24-hour place. So at 2.30, when you're rolling back from the club, you're thinking, all right, do I want to go sit in Wendy's for two or not Wendy's, uh, Denny's for two hours, or am I willing to pull into White Castle? Or have a sack of ten. A sack of ten sliders. And what I do like about them is they have those bag of fries. Yeah, the bag of fries are good. It's literally just a big ball of grease. Yeah, like they're actually... the. I'm not even exaggerating a little bit. You pick up the bag, it's dripping out the bottom. Oh. And the one thing I remember about White Castles is going through Pennsylvania on one of my soccer trips, just effed off my mind, just totally <laughs> sloshed. And we saw White Castles, and this dude was from Pennsylvania. He said, great way to get rid of a drunk. And that's what it was, man. It is. They are great. You know, if you're bombed out of your mind, you hit a White Castles. But what you do, you, what you never do, is eat White Castle before you get bombed because you're in for a night of just hurting everything's coming out of everywhere oh. now the other thing too though is that even if you do eat it diarrhea usually is going to happen the next yeah. morning yeah definitely. and you know after you drink a lot of beer, beer the next morning you're usually going to have the squirts so imagine imagine this you wake up in the morning on a sunday morning uh you have coffee that morning you've had beer and tequila the night before and white castle the night before imagine the squirts you're having at that point <laughs> Welcome to every weekend in Michigan for me and Dubs. Every time I went to White Castle the next morning, I would fart, and I could smell the burger, the oh. slider. I could literally <laughs> tell it was a slider. Steamed poo. Oh, nice. Onion. <laughs> oh, man. And, and the funny thing about that place, they can never get your order right. You always want ketchup and mustard or neither. Or, you know, just ketchup or just mustard, never right. So I know uh, it's part of its charm. There are a lot of people who have probably never been to White Castle because they don't have it in this area. Um, let's run down the list. Number 10, Checkers Drive In. I don't even know what Checkers is. I've seen Checkers. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's new in the area. Got to hit those guys up some of these days. KFC was number 9. Is Five Guys on there? No. <laughs> it's not fast food, though. No, it should be. KFC, number 9. I gotta say it's my least favorite of all the chicken. I yeah, Church's Chicken's number one, and I don't know if they've got Church's Chicken around here, but it was big in the South, man. Some Church's Chicken and some fried okra. See, that hook you up for the week. They don't have uh, White Castles or Churches out here, and those are owned by the same people. Is that what it is? Yeah. 
Now, I do like Popeyes, though. I love fried chicken, man. If I were to eat anything in the world, let's say I'm about to go to the executioner's office. I'm going to die, and they say you get your final meal. I'm ordering fried chicken and okra and probably the biscuits, too. <laughs> now that I think about it. Oh, see, I smell you. From Church's Chicken. I'd probably get like a, uh, I don't know, maybe like a slushy or something, a Slurpee from 7-Eleven. And I'd have to have the ice cream cookie ice cream sandwiches. And that's what I would get. And that's how that's my final meal that I think I'd want. Don't they have uh, the uh, the cornbread there? No, not no. churches. Oh. I love cornbread. The too. best fried chicken I've ever had. I went to Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia for a year. And, uh, and a friend of mine said, hey, you want to go to church? It was Sunday. And I was like, all right, you know, nothing else to do except sleep in. So uh, we went, I was going with him to church, and he was, you know, nice guy, nice enough guy. I get to the church, and it's an, it's an all-black church. And it was great. It was a lot of fun. After church, we had food. They had the best fried chicken I've ever had. Nothing even compares to the fried chicken I had there. Well, homemade fried chicken is always is the best. It is absolutely the best. Homemade. I don't think anyone can cook it as good as, uh, as African-Americans. Why would you absolutely. say that? <laughs> I do not think that anyone can cook it as good as African-Americans. I mean, I, I'm not going to argue with you because the best I've ever had happened to be made by black people, but I don't... I, I, are you trying to be shock jockey there? No, no, I'm saying it's good. I, I think he my was mom, when she tries to cook stuff. In JD's defense, I think he was tiptoeing around trying not to be shock jockey there. <laughs> I was, actually. I was going to say, we need the fuzzy Zeller drop in here. No, He's kidding. Wow. Uh, number eight, Arby's. Uh, Arby's is good. Yeah. They have that... They have that uh, that uh, The market fresh sandwiches are great. No, the, uh, the uh, chicken, bacon, and Swiss. Now, here are a bunch that I don't recognize. Taco John's at number seven. Never heard of it. You think that's a West Coast yeah, thing? Yeah, I was about to say it's got to be West Coast. Jack in the Box they have down in Texas. That's another one of those great 24 hours, great for after a drunken binge. I've never had, do they actually have good burgers and stuff? Or no. Or just 24 hour? I want to say that they were even busted. They were. For horse meat, wasn't it? I don't know if it was horse meat. I know they were busted for something not too long ago. And it was about, I mean, I want to say I was in high school when they were busted. I remember that was the thing, but I thought it was horse meat. Maybe it was something. I don't know. That could be an urban legend, too. Allegedly, allegedly. Let me throw that out there. Number five, El Pollo Loco. I've never heard of that either. I'm assuming, again, that's probably a West Coast thing. It's a crazy taco. Is an El Pollo Loco? That's chicken. I don't chicken. know. That's crazy something. <laughs> that's <a> chicken. That's <laughs> chicken. That's chicken. Crazy chicken. Why wouldn't you think Mexican people cook great chicken, J.D.? I, I like Mexican food, but not. I don't know. Chicken. Burger King, number four. Wendy's, number three. Taco Bell, number two. Really? Any guess for number one? Whataburger. Oh, Whataburger <laughs> is good, man. That's another thing. Born and bred out of Texas, man. Where do they have Whataburger? Do they have them on Florida? Florida. Yeah, Florida, That's Texas. Yeah. Those things are great. 24 hours. I'm guessing Boston Market. No. No? That's some great fast food. My favorite of all time, even though it's run by a Christian organization. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Chick-fil-A. There's nothing like having a good old-fashioned Chick-fil-A sandwich with the the fried breaded food and the and the nice greasy bun and the waffle fries. That is the best fast food, and I'm glad that the rest of America. I have to disagree. I have to disagree because you take me there a couple. You took me there a couple times, and I find it kind of bland. Do you really? Yeah, I find the chicken bland. I find the they don't put any spices really into it. You they, know what? The, the uh, I like my waffle fries to be seasoned. 
You know what? I just got this. Tommy, uh, I am this to me from the other room. E. coli was the thing with Jack in the Box. Ah. That's what it was, and you're, you're right on. I'm sure you found that online somewhere. But I knew it wasn't something specifically with, uh, with the, um, the horse meat, but E. coli is what it was. I want to say it came from people not washing their hands or old that, food. Well, that E. coli is just bacteria growing in the food. So Usually from poo, though, right? No. <laughs> it's not usually from poo? No. Allegedly. No. Allegedly. And you know one thing, though? Even I say they're, I don't know why I wouldn't like them because they're a Christian organization. Actually, I do. I can never get Chick-fil-A on Sundays. They're never opened on Sundays. Really? They're one of those, yeah. because it's run by a Christian organization, where, by the way, you can get the Washington Times. Isn't that odd? Um, you can never get Chick-fil-A on a Sunday because they respect their employees' right to go to church on Sundays. Well, if they don't want to go to church, then they want to open up the store. Nope, then they're going to watch football then. Good. <laughs> God bless those people. Or they're going to go work somewhere else. Now, Punani, I hate to say this, bro, but you're losing out. Uh-oh. Close to a third of unmarried American women in their 40s through 60s who date are going out with younger men. I'm only 18. You're losing out on your poon range, bro. Damn. That's according to one of the most sweeping surveys ever conducted on the dating habits and sex lives of middle life signals. Um, sex in the first date, only 2% of single women in the age group approved, while 20% of men were uh, all about it. Frequency of sex. And this is what bums me out, dude. 60% of the women and four point and 45% of the men said they hadn't had any in the past six months. I, really? I fall into that. Now, th mind you, these are people 40 to 60 years old. And you are 25 now. Wow. I'm gonna, you are. I'm in a drought, bro. No, seriously, I think you're going to be one of the people who, uh, when they get older and stuff starts calming down around you, you'll start hitting it a lot more. You think that's what it's going to be? Yeah, I think you just got a lot going on. Punani, what do you think? What, what, in the past six months, how many times have you been laid? Yeah, three. Three times? Yes. And, yeah, same check. All in the same night? No, 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 no. Three different times. Uh, I mean, if you're talking about multiple, it's a couple times. You know, it's a, the weekend uh, beach fest or whatever you want to call it. Is that, you go to Virginia Beach, right? Yeah. You go to, do you ever hook up with JD when you're down there? No. <laughs> Not hooked up no, that way, dude. <laughs> you guys should get together, though. Sure. Maybe you could swing a little bit. You give him your fat chick. JD swings over his hot chick. Uh, your... Well, maybe that, you know. What's your chick look like, JD? She's uh, she's Italian. Can you bring her in? So Slender. Kind of. She's good looking. She, bring her uh, in. She kind of looks like. No. No. Yes. <laughs> no He's a it kind of looks like a mix between Nelly Furtado and uh, you know what? Penelope Cruz. If anybody wants to see, wow. if anybody wants to see his girlfriend, next week log on to JDubs.tk. We'll get a picture up of her. <laughs> Come on, you're not really going to do JDubs.tk, are you? Yeah. Why would you do that, man? You're, it seems like you're trying to separate yourself from me. No, it's all going to be in the same family. It can't be because it's two different websites. And know that I'm not going to. Well, I'll, I'll link you to it. I'm not going to be giving out the address for uh, JDubs.tk. I will. Every time you do, I'm going to hit the button. I'm over here now. I'm going to make the person in the back monitor, and every time JDubs.tk is mentioned, only I'm, only we're hitting the button. Only 16 seconds of delay, my friend. I can say for longer. Guys, I just saw a picture of his chick. She is smoking. Can we see? He let us see smoking. It. Let us see a picture. Dude, how did you hook with that? I am, I am, oh, man. You look a little fat in this picture, too, J.D. I, did you lose weight? Did, yeah. I was working out a lot, and I took that creatine crap. 
Nothing wrong. So you got a hot chick when you were fat. God, there's still hope. <laughs> I'm fat. Still... I wasn't fat. I just have a fat face. I still have a fat face, I think. I do. Well, that's all I got is you a know... fat face. Other than that, I got a great body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I ain't packing anything. Wow, man. She is cute. Oh, that ain't cute, man. That's <laughs> That ain't cute. No, you're right. She's hot. No, that's hot. Does she listen? Uh, She might be listening. Are these more pictures oh. of her? Bend you over. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's really Maybe. better. <laughs> she looks like she likes anal. Take it. Oh, my God. Take it. Take it now. <laughs> Do you have to lube with her? Or is she automatic? Oh my gosh! She already no ready. Marital sex. I'm a virgin. Gobble. You're such a liar. Shut up. Does she cook good fried chicken? No, she's not black. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm saying they do good. That's great. All right, I've had enough of that. This uh, is really cute. Look, you you set yourself up for that one. <laughs> no, stop doing that. This uh, she really is very cute. Wait, that might be my sister. Calm down now. Yeah. Oh, what's, is this one your sister? Yes. Whoa, where? Are you serious? Yes, that one's my your sister. Your sister's hotter than your girlfriend. Oh, my you God. think about seeing that one? She's oh, single? my gosh. Is she single? No, she's married. <sighs> well, that was that was years ago. Doesn't yeah, matter, it looks, though. It looks like years ago. Does she look like she has something to lose? I mean, does she have something to lose? Is she into her relationship? Does she need I'm not thing? answering any of these questions. <laughs> J.D., you are always entertaining and delightful. Yeah. You know, I was actually looking at the picture of your sister when I asked. She looks. When I said she looks like she likes it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> now who are these two? My mom on the left, my girlfriend on the right. That's your mom? <laughs> Please come on! Wait a second. Let me Give see. Break. Let me they're, see his mom. It looks like they're drinking hot cocoa. Look at them. They're all snuggled. That's what we need to do. Just bring people in here and have them pull out the walls. Your mom is hot too. Oh man! Your life is filled with hot <laughs> chicks. She looks like she's short. <laughs> she is short. Is she available? No, she's oh. not available. Why not? Let's... Nobody surrounding me is available. How tall Let's is she? Let's get it. <laughs> Come on, a, a pity one. A no. Pity. How tall is she on her knees? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to have to leave. <laughs> Your sister's gorgeous. How old is she? She's uh, 22. <sighs> oh. She's married? Yes. Yeah, You're lying. She's no, she's ma Remember, she had a baby. Oh, so she doesn't look like this, then. She probably looks more like Punani now. Exactly. <laughs> Does she have the tattoo on the middle of her back? No. Oh, no, the thing about that is, you know, think about it, baby. You know what that brings on? She puts out? No. Oh, no, think about it. Breast milk? Yeah, baby. Some big... <laughs> baby boobs. Yeah. Oh, oh, those are the best. I swear they are. There's probably varicose veins. Now, now. she doesn't... I don't care. I just turn off the lights. You don't see the veins. She doesn't... Stop. She doesn't look like she has a big rack. Did she expand out whenever she I pregnant? don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did you ever see any little leakage? <laughs> oh, my God. When she got excited from, like, seeing the like, crack... I don't know. Dude, I don't know, man. Crack pit on the TV. Or when you were growing up and you were like 17 or 18, did you ever see her naked? No. Oh absolutely God. not. Come on, I'm lying. Get me no in, her, in her underwear at least? No way. No way. Get out of here. <laughs> she is. What, what kind of underwear she, does she wear? Bond? Victoria's Secret. I don't know. What about your mom? You ever see her naked? <laughs> what kind of underwear does she wear? <laughs> does she like to be pushed downstairs? This is the worst line of questioning ever. Your sister's kind of got like a Kate Beckinsdale thing going, or Beckinsdale. Hmm. Don't know who she is. She's that chick in that movie, Underworld. She's really, really cute. <laughs> Your girl's cute, too, bro. That'd be ultimate threesome. <laughs> Me... Your chick and your sister. I thought you were talking about you, Tommy, and JD. <laughs> if I had to do that to have the threesome with JD's chick and his sister, I don't know. I'm thinking about well, it. You, uh, is it if, if you threw the mom in to sweeten the deal, it'd be indefinite. Uh, yeah. 
I'd, I'd have, I, I'll put this on the record. I'd have gay sex with JD and Tommy oh, to bang JD's mom, <laughs> sister, and girlfriend. Yeah, but would you have roulette to get it? <laughs> no, I'm not going to shoot myself. <laughs> Let's do it. The gay sex I may enjoy. <laughs> All right, Punani, we're doing a roulette just for you. Just for me? Uh-oh. God, I lost out last time, and I only lost 10 pounds. Radio roulette. All right, All what, right. what are we doing the radio roulette with Punani this go-round? Well, do you want to do it just for the mom or the threesome? Or no, the threesome. <sighs> you got, right, how about this? We'll do it the way he was doing with the losing weight. Oh, is, when it, oh so all you got to do is win three or this get three, is, huh? This is the ultimate taste right here and greed. All right? Any, you would, right, let me, you would let me, be willing to... Let, let me pick the order here. I want to make sure I get the... You know. Who are you playing for first? I'm going to pick well, the order. Okay, well, make sure you don't... The mom is first. Okay. Because she's the oldest. She, that's all right. That's close to my age. All right, so... In the chamber. All right, here we go. All right. Well, this will tell us if God is really, you know. Go ahead. You ready to click? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. He's got the mom. <laughs> He's banging your mom, JD. I think you feel JD. Right. Punani, do you want to stop with JD's mom or do you want to keep going? Oh, definitely keep going. See, this greed. Ordinarily, you know, with this, and this is definitely good greed, so. You'd be tickled to death just getting JD's mother. Look at her. Oh, I know. I saw it. All right. Give me the wallet. Oh, look, he's got a dog, too. <laughs> That's my old girlfriend. <laughs> I wonder if your mom likes hot cocoa poured in her crack and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you, you going to keep on going? And licked. Now, if I quit, do you guys get to pick up on it? No. Because more for me. you got to keep going. I, gotta keep, I have to keep going? <laughs> no, you don't have to. You can... You want to bow out? All right, I'll play. I'm going to quit. I, I, I'll stay with just right. the mom. Yeah, That's good enough for me. You're playing for the sister now. I'm playing for the sister. All right. Wait, wait, wait. JD is so uncomfortable right now. Look at him, man. He's like gripping onto the chair, going, Hold on, I can't believe they're doing this to me. Guns to my head, and I'm looking at the sister. All right, let's go the chamber. You know where I'd finish? You know where I'd like to finish? Where? In that little crevice right there where the elbow is. <laughs> so there's a little cup of me as she's flexing. <laughs> Give me the wallet. All right, here we go. All right, got the gun to my head. Oh, yes! oh! Your sister has a little cup of me in her all little right, all bicep right. forearm area. All right, all right. you want me to go on? Play? I'm going for broke. I'm going for broke. I want the girlfriend now. I want the Nelly Furtado, uh, Natalie and Brulia mix. All right, here we go. Uh, now, this is what I want. I want them battling. I want them battling for it. So I want them on their knees, and I'm like sword fighting between both of, oh my. Their, both of their mouths. All right. <laughs> Ready? Ready? All right, for the, I already got the scissor, but she's a little fat now because she got pregnant. We're going for the crown jewel. All right, let's go. Yes! Oh. I'm out! I'm out! I'm banging JD's sister and I'm banging his girlfriend. All right, Dubs, you in? Uh, is there any love for me? I don't know. There's the dog over there. We're, the old girlfriend. We're spinning the chamber. Let's see. All right, I'm spinning for the dog. Radio <laughs> There we go. Throw it downstairs. I'm an animal lover. It's better. Radio roulette. Here we go. Got the dog. Dog. Is there anybody in JD's... The dog just watches. <laughs> Is there anybody in JD's like family that. who hasn't been banged by the hideout yet? Well, my sister's husband. All right. <laughs> Tommy? Tommy, <laughs> get in here. Just kidding. No, I'm... get him in here. We'll, no. spin. we'll spin for him. No, you guys are horrible. Tommy's been great. He helps us out. We've given him so much abuse. I, I like him, and I want him to come back. That's, he he, does, he does, you're, you're in a giving mood, and you want to give him JD's dad, huh? God, you're... The dad. <laughs> my dad's dead. Do you mind? No, we let's spin for him. <laughs> I'll do the corpse. No, oh, please. 
All right. Yeah, I'm glad you said it because <laughs> I got a car. Damn, we are in a roll. You got any grandmothers? <laughs> what about sisters? Little sisters? How many chambers? Oh, Nineteen. <laughs> I know. Are you rigging it so we're just banging his his whole family? I... He can't rig it, man. It's a random thing. So your sister got pregnant pretty young, though. She was 21, right? Uh, something like that. Really? Does anybody in the family call her a whore? Or <laughs> no. She's married. Did she get married because she got pregnant, though? No. Is it one of those shotgun no, weddings like no, you Italians no. usually no. do? <laughs> Italians. You're not I told you what I was. What? Half black and half Iraqi. Shut up! What the no, heck? you're not! <laughs> all right, man. Well, I suppose we should get out of here, then. <laughs> After banging all JD's. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm spinning just for the threesome. Are you? All of them. Come on. Come on, dogs. Oh. Look at that! Please. <laughs> uh, in a, which order would you go first? If you had to rank JD's family, I'd go for the mom first. Would just, you really? Just for fun. <laughs> I don't know. I would... Just to rub it in. Go. You know what? JD's mom. All right. JD's mom. You know, Hiking it up. Honestly, what I would do, I would do his girlfriend first. And then his sister, because she still has a little bit of the baby weight. And then his mom last, so she could clean everything up. Because, you know, that's how mothers are. They like to make sure everything's nice. I would nice. clean it up with the hair. Dragging her all around the room. <laughs> using using his mom's hair to clean out the cup of my uh, my love and <laughs> his bicep. Thank you for stopping in. Yeah, no problem. I hope that site didn't go down tonight. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, guys. And that's the hideout for this Saturday night. Sorry, I came in late, man. No, no, be... no, don't worry about it. Thank you, thank you to Tommy uh, for helping out. I feel bad. The Thank kid you helps for Tommy us. for flexing his muscles. That, the kid helps us out so much. He's so nice, and we can do. He was trying to pull uh, pull isolated jobs of me, saying gay stuff. Good. Keep working on that, Tommy. That's actually a funny bit. We are uh, the Phenoms are up next, talking sports. So uh, good for the Phenoms coming in. Of course, Redskins on tomorrow. Game time is 4 o'clock. Listen for Redskins pregame starting at night in the morning, I'm sure. And make sure to check out next week, jdubs.tk. Get the hideout pass revoked. You think this meanness is now with you and your sisters? Oh, don't worry. No one's getting any website now. <laughs> All right. Now, now you cost us all half a.tk. Thanks, Dubs. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see you next week. We out, bitch.